Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Vanuff. And in this installment, we close out our Masters coverage with recordings taken from Sunday at the U.S. Masters. There's a bunch of great guests. Please check out the timestamps in the notes to find where those conversations start. So sit back and enjoy. All right, Sunday morning, we're back at U.S. Masters Omaha 2023 with my first round of pony yesterday, Lucas. Yes. How are you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been playing Kings of War? Oh, man, I've been playing Kings of War since second edition when everybody left. 2015 uh, during the Sundering? I think so. Yep, yep. When uh, eighth edition ended, I came over to uh, Kings of War and, and loved it and have played it ever since. Were you playing Warhammer before? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was playing eighth edition. I had played Warhammer on and off since fifth edition. Since exactly. It sounds so, so, very much like me, too. Yeah. yeah. How do you enjoy Kings of War? Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's an awesome game. It's really great. Uh, there are some changes I would like to see. Well, let's hear them. Yeah. This well, is your chance to tell <laughs> five people. Sure. Yeah, there you go. I, I Mine are pretty much the same as other people. I would like to see um, some changes to the Ogre list, mainly the Warlock. Was that because Jeff Shulkin plays them up there? <laughs> yes, that's part of it. Uh, he gave me a front row seat. But I, I think it's correct. Like, I would change the Warlock. Well, I would change a handful of things. But um, and, and Goblins, I also am pretty intimidated by. But uh, most of the armies in the game are super well-balanced. Um, but I do think it's important to keep all the armies in sync. Otherwise, you show up at a tournament, everybody brings goblins and ogres and right, they win. But right. that's, that's my personal bias. Maybe No, it, well, you, you got Donnie Kroos, who's been playing a lot of goblins up there, and you got Jeff Shokin playing ogres. And they are. They're, they're right now, they're, they're good. And if you look at the top eight uh, undefeated players here at U.S. Masters, we've got at least one ogre and at least one goblin player. That sounds right. In that list, so yeah, it's. How's your weekend going so far? Uh, it's going awesome. Yeah, these guys have done an awesome job. This is my first time in Omaha. Uh, I'm assuming this is the biggest. Yeah, it's 110 players total. Okay. With the you know with the best of the rest and U.S. Masters, big. It's a big event. So that's either the biggest national event or maybe even the biggest internet. It will be, event. but the Clash of Kings UK will be bigger this year. It will be. It's okay. got 100 like 150 players. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's great. These guys are doing an awesome job running it. They've even got a snack cart. I've never seen that before. It's amazing. Lunch comes in, they come around, and they get drinks and snacks, and yeah, it's super cool. What is your list? Because you got a pretty cool list. Yeah, I bring um, a Varinger list. That to me, I look at Varinger like undead. It's it's a list that's loaded with good units. <laughs> just just pick one and um, and and take a few of them. But yeah, mine. I love the Night Raiders because um, they're just a good higher quality chaff they shoot they fight oh, they're exactly. stealthy they have pathfinder and then i back them up with um huskarls and knights i did take a king on chimera which that was a g- interesting choice because i hadn't seen that before but i had to say like oh i don't know because we played in the first round i'm like i don't see chimeras very much and so it's like uh, what do I, you know it's sort of like what do you do against a dragon yeah popular opinion is like when they changed base sizes to 75 mm-hmm. that they were worthless and I kind of went along with that just for peer pressure. I didn't really think of it. And then like a few weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I bet people are wrong about dragons. Let me bring one back. And if I can fit it in with 15 drops, 
I'll just go with it. And I don't know if it's right or not. I didn't do anything incredible. I've actually in my second game, I, I did get it um, to do some stuff where it was in a flank and it was causing some problems. Well, I mean, it's an intimidation factor, right? It's got, I mean, I know it only has a 10 attacks, but yours has icy breath. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, and the elite also just absolutely so much. And uh, they can still flub it. They only have 10 attacks, but it's yeah. like, but it's the threat. Like you cannot give that thing a flank. And and I have a medium speed list. Like my fastest unit is knights, not very fast. So to have uh, a chimera, which I, that's actually my fastest, it just helps to have one flyer. He's substantial, and yeah, put him out it's there somewhere. It's threat. It's projecting that 20, 20 inch threat, right? Yeah. So that's right. you know, and if you have to, you can throw him into something, tie him up for a couple turns, while that battle line comes up at you yeah he's he's good i think he's worth the points i get why people don't like him 310 points i guess that is a lot but you know giant nerve giant speed he can fight he's tough he's you know um you you get you get stuff for that money absolutely <laughs> what else uh who'd you play in the second round uh second round i played against chris bellows he had a really cool abyssals list yeah. um yeah he had well of souls he had some molochs um he had some tortured souls uh, so he was running one of those kinds of lists. He had a, a decent amount of regen. I think I had a little bit more shooting than him, and so he. Yeah, you support, you have a surprising amount of shooting because you had four. I have four night regiments. Raiders, night regiments. So yeah. that actually is forty-eight shots, hitting on fours, steady aim, piercing, piercing one. one. Yeah, and that was when we played. I was like, oh crap! I, I, <laughs> and I would normally like to just get to range and then hopefully be able to charge in, but <laughs> tyrants aren't going to survive four regiments. You know, even one turn, you probably can take at least one regiment or one horde of tyrants off at defense four. Probably so, and I think you deployed pretty well. I think I did put some wounds on a couple things or maybe got one of your ember sprites. Well, at the end of the game, we should mention it was 4-3 to me, but, like, I had a horde of tyrants and a horde of Vranisar Cav. You have a Chimera, uh, a Troll King, and, like, two characters or something. Like, we like, yeah. mur we murdered each other. Yeah. yeah which was fun. Yeah, that was fun. So second game was a big win? Uh, it was, yep, yep. Yeah, we both had similar lists, and I just got a few of his units, and we went back and forth for a while, but yeah, then it was a big win, and I got a lot of stuff off him. But yeah, it was a super awesome fight with just units crashing everywhere, on, starting on like the second turn. It was crazy. Excellent. And what about game three? Game three, yeah, I played against um, Riftforged Orcs, which is really cool because still not that many people are playing them. I've taken some looks at the list, and mm -hmm. I think it's a really awesome list. I think it's well-balanced, and I played against quite a few Hellstrike, and his list was just completely faster than mine. I was just like, oh my god, all right, I'm gonna have to try and hide behind my Night Raiders and then Counter Strike effectively. And uh, I would actually say, strategically, he, he outplayed me. Um, I, I won on turn seven, but it took a lot of uh, lucky rollings. <laughs> But yeah, my, my well, you, you took advantage of the opportunity that presented itself, right? You have <laughs> yeah. to put yourself in the position to uh, you know take advantage of luck. True, true. Yeah, I always like to acknowledge somebody though. I think if, if they outplayed me, I like to admit it, and then I hope the other person will do the same thing. But yeah, absolutely. Well, good luck the rest of the weekend. I, I'm I'm ready for two more exciting games at best of the rest this year. Oh yeah, it should be a good Sunday. Yeah, thanks, and uh, yeah, it was good to play against. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. Well, I was telling uh, I don't remember who. Maybe oh, it was Jesse Berkeley. We were talking about you last night. He's like, oh yeah, super clean players. Like, yep, yeah, absolutely. You guys are just you guys have a, a, a northern Minnesota has a style. <laughs> okay. very, very, very clean play, very tactical play, and obviously Jeff Shilkin being three and zero is not going to surprise anybody. Yeah, he's my pick. He's though. killed. 
he is the South Slayer. I think he's beat three South players now. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, so. I, I filled out that uh, Google form saying who's going to win the tournament, and he he is my pick to win um, the tournament. Hey, I think he has the best list, and uh, yeah, if somebody beats him and they've got a better list, I'm super curious to see it and hear about it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on, awesome. man. Back. It's Sunday morning before round four at U.S. Masters, and we're with there's eight undefeated. Mm-hmm. Three of them are in the southeast, and the two best of those three, certainly by points, are sitting at the table. So, with Nathan Clevenger and Jeff O'Neill. Hello. Good morning. This is what you guys expect. Three and zero after day one. I'm pleased, but when I walked in and saw the terrain, I could it's, not it's, have asked for yeah. anything. I mean, the, the maps themselves are <laughs> dr- drunken dwarf map pack, right? Similar to them, yeah. But there's some of the pieces are maybe smaller, and so there is some shooting lanes. And I get what they were going for with it, right? They want to make they, they want to make the experience as equal as possible for every player right. across. The, because you know, well, it's one of the things we always talk about when you're. you're it's you're, consistent. Yeah, it's consistent. Everybody's playing on very similar. T- there may be some very very slight variation, but just because you know the like the impassable pieces are a little weird, or you know, hey. You're having two different tables measure stuff. It's it's they're not going to be exactly the same, but close enough. And the challenge of hosting, you know, uh, uh, 110 players. Yeah, yeah. Between this and best of the rest is tough for that. So I mean, I totally get it. But you could have asked for some slightly larger pieces of terrain here and there. So well, feedback, we'll take it on. And the next year, Jeff won't win because we'll make big giant Rob style <laughs> <laughs> linear forests that are 12 inches long. You know, in the southeast, I have definitely noticed a lot more terrain the last couple of years. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Well, it's just reflective of um, the people that show up, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're giving everybody a game. But one of the things I do like, though, is that you guys are all playing the same map Correct. every round. Yep. You're all playing the same scenario. And so, I mean, they're trying to reduce the variability between games. If I hadn't played on the the, the, the table with the pyramid in the middle of the deployment zone and dominate, I might have done better than that. What was, that, that my, was that my table? Uh, no. okay. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. All right. <laughs> All sorts of excuses from this one. I, it, it is that. So we're just joined by Keith Randall, the third member of the the, the 3-0 and club, right, in Southeast. So you guys are 3-0, and and there's eight 3-0 and players. It's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess statistically they're supposed to have. It's supposed to be eight. They're supposed to be eight. We'll see how, how long it goes. Keith, you're going to bounce up because you're like the low man on the eight. I've, I've, is that, but is that a, maybe that's an, a good position because in Mario Kart you want to be like a little bit behind. <laughs> you don't want to get with the, you get the blue shell, shell right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it'll be tough to, to pick up 17 on the leader. Um, I mean, I got yeah. I have to win out. Leader doesn't necessarily have to win out. It's just going to get harder from here, and it's been a struggle to get where I am already. So Marcelo's Mar- been murdering people. Oh, he's got a fantastic <laughs> list. His list is very good. He's been murdering people. Yeah. So let's just go around the room. You're playing elves, Keith, right? Yep. How's the list been doing? It's been getting me out of problems because uh, I've been putting it in problems all three games. How'd your game with Mike Grant go? I'm an idiot. Well, that's what he said. And I, then he's I like, damn, never, I lost the roll. I right? never won a game that I deserve to win less than that game. Right, but you roll. As long as you get the first turn, it's fine. Yeah. Because he basically had a scouting army, I'm right? And, and, and he could have, if he won the turn, he could be into you turn one. on turn one. I'm an idiot, and I should have read his <laughs> list. And I read it about three-quarters of the way through deployment, and I was like, well, this is bad, because he can charge 13 inches on after scouting 12. Four shamblers and Wildfather, and I rolled a two to go first, and he paused and then rolled a one for me. Oh, my gosh. And I, uh, That's a punch right there. <laughs> I totally, you know, redeployed, moved back, created my little U, and then two or three more times during the course of the game, I just... Wasn't I mean it's hard to pay attention to something that has a 21-inch effective aura on wild charge, 
but my dice saved my ass. Like last turn, he charged 17 inches with his centaur horde with eight wounds on it into a Silver Breeze regiment, obliterated the Silver Breeze regiment. To stop him from getting back in, I charged his front with Glade Stalkers, did three wounds, and then dropped the boxcars on him. And that was a dead centaur horde. And it was insane. I mean, everything that, that I needed to happen, happened. Later in the same turn, I needed sixes twice to kill centaur, or uh, what are they called, minotaurs or whatever. The Guardian Brutes. Guardian Brutes. Got it. Needed to overrun three inches to pick up the two-point token. Didn't get it. You don't like playing against Herd. I don't like playing against Herd on Plunder. It was like horrible flashbacks. Yeah. Didn't get the overrun. Needed to turn seven. Got turn seven. And when turn seven came up, everything just decided, okay, all the pressure's off. And I just I blew up Wilt Daddy with the Alchemist Curse Mage. Um, that feels good. It felt, I mean, I was doing crazy crap just to get my butt out of all the crap I had put it in. Like, I had a regiment of Dracons charged the Avatar of the Father, hit nine times, do eight wounds. They got killed on the return, but then the Alchemist Alchemist Cursed Mage wandered over, did seven wounds to it, and delete. And it's like, I don't deserve any of this. That's okay. Sometimes you don't. And you got to have a game like that. You just got to have a game like that, and you got to just stay in it. You know, like, you can't let your own idiocy, you can't let the dice turn you off and shut you down. And you can't let, like, oh, crap, I messed up that one thing, just Mm -hmm. ruin everything else. You just have to... Pause, restart where you are, and start making the smart moves. Um, what helped a little bit is is Mike was playing his tail off, and he was running out of time. So that late, helps. So late, I think turn five, he had like six minutes left on his clock. Oh, so he's so his last. He doesn't have time to really think through some of this stuff. Speeding through stuff, he made one mistake to turn the Guardian Brutes, brutes away uh, from protecting some Chandlers in front of him, which allowed me to go blow up the Chandler, Chandlers and line up that charge on the Guardian Brutes with uh, cavalry and Dracon riders. And I think if he doesn't do that... Um, you so, lose the game, maybe. Or he, I made a closer. thousand mistakes. And, and you still won. So what, does that, so what does that say about you? I mean, you're just lucky. I will take it. It's better yeah, 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 for sure. Rob. For sure. Like, L- uh, luck's an important part of an event, any event, but especially an event this size. I mean, you've got to... We've said it before. You've got to get lucky with your dice. You've got to get lucky with who you're matching up against and the mission you're matching up against the And then turn sevens when you need them or not. Exactly. Yeah. How's your day going, Nathan? I mean, I obviously mean, 3-0. Yeah, it's been going fine. You know, I I, I was sweating my matchup against uh, against Bruce, who's playing from Mid-Atlantic, so he had a good list of matchup against me, but um, got lucky, got a good scenario. It's Bruce Monarch. 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 Yeah. You know, again, got lucky with the scenario, and, you know, he didn't have any speed, and I had enough speed to, to, to clean up what I needed to with that versus Poor Lex Simon, man. I mean, I played that all Alohi list, and uh, you know, I didn't didn't miss a nerve test until turn seven, you know, and so that was that was tough. And then same thing versus uh, Justin from the South region is, is my nerve tests were on, and all my other dice rolls were on, you know, and that's going to happen. And I'm, I hope it doesn't turn back the other direction this morning, but it could. And Jeff, last year you were having this conversation where my I couldn't I couldn't kill. Things have obviously changed this year. Uh- the armies performed all right. My first two matches were close. Did okay. Got minor wins. The third round, though, I played a goblin hand-to-hand army. My army. Is Who was that? Was that um, Jared Holcomb, right? Jared Holcomb. Yeah. Jared. Oh, Jared Holcomb. Yeah, from Wichita. Yeah. You know, he had all this tall stuff, and my artillery just from turn one was picking up two units a turn. Um, Absolutely. And it was an army. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what you can do, and I know what you can't do. Are you guys doing enough to balance out John Blake? Probably not. Okay. But that's okay. That's all right. 
Yeah, I mean the the other region. Keith, Keith Monarch is is two and one. Kyle Pool's two and one, and then um, you know Bryce is one and two, and Kevin Drury's one and two, and so I mean John's zero and three. So if John can put a couple wins together, and the other guys can put I mean, wins together. John just needs one win. He's zero and nine at the Masters. Exactly, he needs because he finished tied for with Felix Castro last year. Two years ago. Two years ago, right, because he wouldn't play last year yeah. for 64th. So yeah. we need him to. What we can do the next time is, oh, just make sure when he qualifies, it's just Jay Blakemore. Yeah. And then you can just bring Jackson. We, yeah, his yeah. son <laughs> is, is 3 0 at best the rest. Right. That'll be a long car ride home for the team. It would be, it's already a long, I mean. We were talking about that. I told Jackson on the way out, you know, from yesterday, I was like, you know, next year, maybe you'll be on the team and your dad won't be. That's funny. And then we were talking on the way back from dinner. I was like, if that happens and John decides not to go, I'm going to call Jackson's mom and be like, listen, I will pick him up and drive him there and bring him back. It'll be a, a weekend field trip, you know, get him up there. But What are we thinking? I mean, you guys got shot? I mean, you're, you're, you do. Yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're seven team behind, so that's harder. Well, I mean, we're only four points ahead of you, right? I mean, we're you're seven points ahead of me. Oh, okay. Or maybe four. Maybe six. Six or seven. Because right now it's Marcelo atop. Luke is next. Yeah. Luke is next? Luke. Luke is number two. Oh, I thought you said Luke. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, sorry, his eyes get glazed over. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Luke and then Dale and then Jeff and Nathan are tied at 49. Um, and, and Sean Polk is at 49 as well. Right. You're playing who in the next round? You I think it's Shildkin, which is a tough match. Ooh. Yeah. He's undefeated, though. He beat Jeff Radigan, though, right? And yeah. Dustin. Yeah. And Dustin. Yeah. He's had a tough road. Yeah, and so. It'll get a little easier next round if we play <laughs> for him. Get out of here, this guy. He's always sandbagging. Who do you play, Nathan? Uh, I think. I think Sean Polka. Okay. With his so the paragraph from last year? Yeah, I'm not certain yet. Forces of Nature, you like that matchup? Uh, looking at his list last night a little bit, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's got a good tools. It's a very, very, very balanced army. He's got a lot of you know a lot of utility to it. So, But I think I, I like some of my options there. And you're playing Dwarves, Jeff, I assume? I have no idea. Yeah, I walked up for the first round, and they changed my matchup an hour before we started. Oh, sure. Then they changed it one minute before we started. And then the second round... I had a matchup. We're deploying. They change it again. Then They're I just had, trying to screw you, Jeff. And you're just overcoming. I'm just not going to worry about it. Without the pre-planning. Right. Just let it flow. I don't know. Let that, the dice roll. I don't know that many things have been used to describe Jeff. Nimble is not one of those. <laughs> I didn't say he's a good dancer. I said he's, he's mentally nimble. Well, they always give me a hard time. I never remember anybody's name. I'm always like, yeah, I don't pay attention to who I'm playing. So... Yeah. yeah, I just have to do my thing. Well, I mean, you, Rob, you'll notice, you know, yesterday we were all in the, the beautiful tie-dyed southeastern shirts. And now you're just all today, sons of Vulcan? You, oh, dad's, dad's a Vulcan. Well, yeah, today, no, no. Saturday's for the region, Sunday's for the player. The dad's right. a Vulcan is my lovely Sunday T-shirt now. It barely fits anymore. Uh, in, as you became a dad. As yeah. I became a dad. And you, your, your girth. Kids these days, man. These two, these two need to keep it in line. <laughs> <laughs> Says the youngest person at the table. So, what are you, so how are you going to coach up those guys at the bottom? We're not. You're just going to let them do their thing. Play better. Don't yeah, suck. It's yeah. <laughs> no, Bryson it's and Kevin player. are good players. Yeah. And they're one and two. They're probably going to have a big day. Yeah. Would, well, you, the reality is, you're in a field where these are all like game sixes every round. Yeah. You can't all be three and zero. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be some losers here. Masters is traditionally always a tougher field than you would see anywhere else. What do you guys think of the field this year, though? It, for from my perspective. I don't know. There's some parity. Like if like, it's any. I mean, I know Marcelo's pulling away, and that would maybe a surprise. But there is a lot of different builds here that any one of them could could potentially take it. I don't know. Yeah, I've had three really tough. I mean, I had former master, up and coming Michael Siegler, and then. Oh, did you beat him? I did. Good. Uh, Nobody deserves to get beaten more than Michael Siegler. 
Well, you know, it's also a master's tradition. The Southeast takes each other out in the fifth and sixth round. Right. So we got one more round to really bump it up. I'm not going to be surprised. I played Keith in the fifth round. I have to play Nate in the sixth round. So that means he would have beat you. Did you get that? Yes. <laughs> his, his recent record against me would, would not indicate that. But. Well, He's going to turn it around. The other location is that Jeff and I both lost, and that's how we're playing. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. That's that's a possibility, too. Is that, hey, that happened to me last year. You know, I mean, you know, I played top table round six, you know, playing for U.S. Master. I had a shot to catch Ballard, right? But, I mean, it was going to be a – I needed a big yeah. win, but I could have done it. You know, I ended up losing that round, and, you know, you look at the top four players, and I beat two, three, and four, but I right. ended up dropping to ninth, you know, because of that. One big. I was ninth. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. <laughs> one big loss, though. I mean, it'll, it'll do it. It'll do it. But, but you got to go for it. If you're at the top, we don't want to Chris our way into this, right? Right. <laughs> right. We play the game. Play the game. Even if you lose. <coughs> well, I did, I've done that a couple times this tournament, like early against Eric. I was, you know, maneuvering my way around his flanks with this giant brick of dwarves with flame cannons and dogs and... I was like, should I go in turn three or turn four, or should I be aggressive or not? And I was like, you know what, I need to be aggressive because a minor win, you need to be winning. You can't win barely. Yeah. You got got to win. If you're going to win the Masters. It worked out because being aggressive got me a barely win. And I think if I hadn't gone in when I did, I would have tied or lost. Sometimes you got to go. Sometimes you got to go. Well, good luck today, guys. I know we're getting close to, I think you guys are punching at nine, right? Should be. We have about ten minutes. Yep. Awesome. Hopefully well, good luck. Uh, move smoothly, and I can make my flight. Yep. You guys are doing a great job. I'm, I'm no, I mean the one thing I'll say is, and Adam was on here last night. He's like, "Oh God, you know, Adam's beating himself about it." It happens, but he didn't double down on the mistake. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they, they're doing the right thing. Yeah. You pause. Stop. Make sure you get the time. matchups right. Yes. Even if it delays it an hour, I don't care. Yes. Just make sure it's right, because you know we don't want to have people playing yes. the wrong yes. up and down. Is that, yeah. that swings, especially that early in the yes thing. Then it's with like the integrity it, of the whole event. Exactly. So really, did Adam win it? That's the question, right? <laughs> I think Adam clearly won. Yeah. He won. He won six games. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. All right, we're back. We're going to squeeze one in because I know the round's going to start soon, but with another undefeated player, Jeff Shilkin. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you doing? Wonderful. How's the Army? I mean, you've been kicking people's butts with ogres for like a while, and you had a murderer's row yesterday. Yeah, there was no butt kicking going on. The games were super tough. Yeah. Super tough. Exactly. Yeah. So who would you play yesterday? Uh, I played Jesse Garrett in the first round. And he's a Texas guy, right? He's a super. Guy. He's newer, but man, he's good. Oh, I think he won Lone Wolf or no, got best best general at Lone right. Wolf. Like he knew what he was doing, and I knew that uh, going into the game that he was going to be super tough. So that's one South down. Yeah, that's the first guy I played, and then I think I got 15 out of that game. I was just happy to win, right? Right. There, you're not getting a ton of points against these guys. It's just exactly super hard. Uh, and then so I was rewarded. Uh, for beating him by getting Dustin Howard in round two. So that was my... And his EOD list. That's tough. tough list. EOD list with a lot of hammers. Um, Not a lot of shooting like a lot of EOD lists have, but he had um, three hordes, I think, of uh, the uh, Enslaved Guardians. Right. They hit like a brick and, of course, Shobik and Idol and all that stuff. So, yeah, his list is super good, but I was able to pull it out. I think I had 17 in that game. It was like 17 to 4. That was a, a grind, though. There's a couple of times I thought I might lose just because. So that's two wins, and that's two South people down. That's two South. So you're the South Slater. I'm, uh, no, just the South Grinder. And then after that, 
for beating Howard, I got rewarded by getting to play uh, Radigan's Scorchwing list. So, uh, which is like the boogeyman. Another list. South player. Yeah, another South guy. Man, you are like becoming yeah. their boogeyman. No, like I said, I just grinded <laughs> it out. And Radigan, his list is super good. I know everyone knows about it and talks about it. I mean, eight, eight horrors, right? Yeah. yeah a lot of people crazy. don't. You got to have a plan. You do. And certain armies, I think, don't really honestly have an answer for that list. If you can't reach out and touch him back, then I don't know what to do. I mean, his nerve is not that great. No, it's not. Um, but he's got so many of them, and he knows what to do, and he knows how to hide him when he needs to. Um, and he was smart, and he started shooting my characters who can damage him. That's the, the trick to your armies to knock out the, yeah. the, the support characters, yeah. right? and he had enough shooting to do it, which a lot of guys just don't. So, and I had a game where it's like, it didn't matter how many wounds I did to Scorch Wings, I'd always just roll just low enough to, to not waver them, or I'd waver them but not kill them, and then they'd come back and nibble exactly. out of the way. Uh, so it was tough, uh, but at the very end, it came down to, I had uh, four points with the, we had played Plunder, I had four, the two two-point tokens, and he had three of the one-point tokens, and he needed an eight twice on one of my units on the bottom of seven, an eight twice to kill the unit and win three to two, and he rolled a nine, and he picked up the dice, and he rolled a seven. Oh, so no. it was that close. So I that ended up close. holding yeah. the two but you, but you need that. You need that little bit of luck. Right. And, and like I said, the, a lot of the game, just little things weren't going my way, and it sort of compounded. Uh, and like I said, though, he plays. I don't, I mean, he didn't make really any mistakes at all. He just plays a clean, yeah. super clean movement, um, super clean game, and really optimizes his list. So, yeah, so it was super tight. Exactly. Yeah. So you're, you, are you happy with the list, and you're happy with your play today? Yeah, oh, today? oh, for sure. No, I was super happy. I, I think even in the game against uh, Jeff, I played pretty good. I just had to hold those tokens at all costs. And we got to introduce your, your wingman. Yeah, that's my wingman. That's my son, Tyler. Yeah, hi, my name's Tyler. Um, I'm Jeff's son. He's 11. He's going to be 12. Yeah. Hey, when are you going to be playing with us? I think I'll be here at Bug Eater. Next year? Yeah. yeah. What armor are you going to play? Goblins. Goblins? Interesting. If he gets them painted. Yeah. You time. making him paint himself? Well, I'm going to help him assemble, and I, I think his paint job will just be get him painted. That's it. That's, yeah. It's all that matters. Good start, though. But he's interested in what army did you like? Night Stalkers? Um, Night Stalkers, yeah. Oh, those yeah. are cool models. You can do some cool things. Their newer models are cool. He just has a ton of Goblin models already. Um, Kyle uh, <coughs> sent him some, and Kyle Poole also Kyle sent Poole. Kyle Poole and Kyle Presilinski sent him. Oh wow, that's yeah, cool. super nice of him. And so he's got these, all these units that he can he can paint up and stuff. So exactly, yeah, we've been working on them for probably the last year or so. Just but there's so darn time. many of them. It's just well, that's the problem. With goblins are like 95, 200 <laughs> later. You're still painting you're goblins. Like, oh, so many goblins. But they're so fun because you can do a lot. The army's yeah. so flexible. Yeah, for sure. There's different things you can do with it. And you gonna build a gun line so you can shoot your dad off the table? Yeah, for sure. But he's gonna probably shoot me off the table with his ogres. But he's moving to one of the clubs. After this, I'm switching up to Varinger. Yeah. Okay. For funsies, because I'm I played ogres for so long now. I just absolutely a little bit. Of well, it. I know they're making announcements. Yeah. I know you gotta get uh, for sure. You want you want to stick around, and chat? We can. Yeah. Okay. Sure. How long has your dad been playing? I think ever since Warhammer got all the rule changes, he came to obviously came to Kings of War. So he's been playing, I don't know, I think seven years now. It's been seven years he's been playing. Right. Um, I think this is his fifth or sixth Masters. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Well, what do you do in your spare time? Play football and play video games, really. Football, what position do you play? I play wide receiver and middle linebacker. Is it Pop Warner? What what, what, what kind of football is it? Eighth grade football? What, what, how, how? Sixth. Sixth grade football. You're yeah. sixth grade. Yeah, I'm going to sixth. You're going into sixth. Yeah. So that's a big year. You're leaving fifth, fifth grade behind. You're moving out of the elementary school. Yep. 
You going to middle school next year? Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. What's your girlfriend think about it? I don't have a girlfriend. You don't have a girlfriend? No, I'm like oh. 11. Oh, I thought you'd have a girlfriend. You're, you're a handsome guy. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. What about this weekend? What have you been enjoying? We went to the zoo yesterday, me and... Um, the Blake Schroeds. Yeah, Blake, Blake Schroeds family, yeah. right? Blake Schroeds family. We went to the zoo, but it's fun being able to watch playing and getting back into wanting to play Kings of War more. Because after I don't go to a tournament for a while, you kind of lose wanting to play. And then coming back to a tournament, seeing everyone, you really want to get back into that spirit of playing. And do you, you've been going to some tournaments with your dad for a while, right? Yeah. I think you've been in Shiloh Slaughter, maybe? and some Multiple times. I had an incident at Shiloh. You had an incident. What's the incident? Like, Shiloh's the one in Duluth, right? No, Shiloh's oh, the no, one no, in, no, no. in Arkansas. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we went to Shiloh Slaughter one year. That was fun. The what was the one? Lady, were you one in Duluth, Lady of the Lake? Lady of yeah. the Lake. Obviously, you know... Um, for his name now. Um, Chris Capster? Yeah, Chris Capster. Mm-hmm. How they do the, they would do the camping in his backyard. Yeah. And his two daughters are allergic to like a, a, a bunch of things and bees and wasps are one of the main things. Like if they get stung, like it's, they need EpiPens, it's bad. But we were camping and they had a goat pen and they had one little, air, and we would play in the goat pen. And I ran and they had one. Was there goats in the goat pen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a really nice, like the tallest part was like nine feet tall. Right. Nice. I stepped on it and there was a wasp nest under it, swarming. And I couldn't get off or else I would have probably broken a bone. I had like 50 something so, stings and they were oh no take me to the hospital. So that was great. I was like six something. That sounds exciting though. Yeah. I mean, it's a story. Yeah. So now when I see a now you're notorious. Wasp, you're, you're, you're the wasp guy. Yep. Now when I see one, I'm I'm running. You're away. running away. Anybody else in your family besides your dad play wargaming? No. Just you and him. Oh yeah, just me and him. My stepmom is not gonna play. My sister is not going to play. She's 14. She's too cool for that. Yeah. And she's going into high school this year? Yeah. Yeah. My daughter's 14, too. Nice. So I know. So what is it about wargaming in general? It doesn't have to be Kings of War. What, what do you like about that? I know you're still getting into it, but what do you like about it? I feel like it's the action and being able to have to use your brain more and being able to actually have to fight. And you have that feel of being able to be like, I want to win this. So it's competitiveness. Competitive. Is that the same thing that strikes you in football? Like football? Yes. No, but in football, you're just catching the pass. Yeah, except when I'm on defense and the other team starts talking smack, then it's... What do you play on defense? Middle linebacker. That's a tough position. Yeah. You get a lot of tackles? Yeah, I like to light up the middle. Light it up? Yeah. What, what do you mean light it up? What's that mean? Be in the middle. Like yeah. I just straight in the middle, ready for if there's slants or if I go in for the run. Be able to awesome. be there. Sometimes I might get blitzed off the edge so I can go sack the QB, get him in his blind side. You get a lot of sacks? I only had one last year because I only got blitzed off the edge twice. Well, that's pretty good odds if you only blitzed you twice and you one of them you got home. Yeah, especially the kid that was talking a lot of smack that game. Was that the lineman? Huh? Or was it the quarterback? quarterback? Oh, quarterback was talking crap? Yep. No and you smoked him. Yeah. Did you hit him in the blind side? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then goblins. Goblins, yeah, I've actually King uh, War. Um, yeah. I've been working on them for the past year. Kind of like fell off working on them because I was doing other stuff. Girls, I get it. Yep, but it's been a while. I need to get working on them. It's just the thing is goblins are so small to cut the pieces out. So is your dad helping build them? Yeah, and I'm not a good painter at all. You'll get better. I'll get Yeah, I definitely will, but my dad's going to have to paint most of them. Just oh, spray just gonna, paint them. Yeah, spray paint. Yeah, man, or airbrush or whatever. I think I already have. I have, like, two names ready for my thing because my dad What's has, your like, Snogers. Your, your dad has Snogers. Yep, mine is, like, either, like, Rage Quit or, like... Rage Quit. I like yep, that. Because uh, goblins. Absolutely. What do you expect? And then um, the other one was um, Gobbos. Gobbos? Yep. Cool. Gobbos, yeah. I like the name. Exactly. Goblin. So, Jackson, sit down for a second. Introduce yourselves. I'm Jackson. 
My name's Tyler. Tyler and Jackson. So Tyler, Jackson started about your age playing Kings of War, and now he's playing Best of the Rest next door. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah. Who did you start with? 11, 12, 13, something like that? Yeah, roughly like that, yeah. And now you're going to be 16? Going to be 16 here when, in so, four days. So, Tyler, just remember, when the girls come, you got to keep it in check because his, his game has slipped since the girls showed up. Yeah, definitely. Come on, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm 3-0 and right now, so, I mean. How's your dad feeling? I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's actually uh, he's in 55th. Like I said, he so he's be. not in the bottom. No, he's not. Not, not really. Because he's got some points in the. Yeah, loss. no, he he had he had two close games. So that's good. So we're gonna have you here next year at Bug Eater. Is that, is that the, the Tyler? Is that the event that we're gonna have your Goblin Army? Yes, and pro- if not, I'll probably be running my dad's Snogers. If it's not finished, you gotta have your own army, man. Yeah, no. You can't ride your dad's coattails. That's what Jackson Jackson's mom paints his army. You okay. Just, you need to paint your own army. <laughs> that's that's kind of. Jackson's mom does not paint his army. I'd just like to clarify anymore. that. Anymore? Oh, I like oh, Tyler. Anymore? Tyler, okay, I like yeah. that man. He's got the lines, Jackson. He's kind of pairing. He's a crap talker, man. Yeah, I like it. Did you see any good games yesterday? Did you watch any cool games? Oh, my dad's third game was against Jeff Radigan and, and, and yeah. That was a good game. Eric Trollbridge came out with the win. That was a pretty close game. That was a good game. Who was Eric playing? Um, I don't know. It was a guy. I, I don't know his name. Yeah. Eric's a cool guy. Did you, you, get, you, meet, you met Eric? Oh, yeah. I met Eric before. hundred times. He's my awesome. dad would go when he was going down to Texas or, like, somewhere. He'd, go to Eric, he'd stop at Eric's house, stay a night, and play games with him. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you hope for for the rest of the weekend? What are you hoping for? Well, we're leaving today. We'll get home around midnight. Oh, because you're right after the awards, you're going to bust out of here. Yeah. You got school tomorrow or practice or something? No. My dad just has to get back to work. Oh, man. You need to, like, make a million dollars so your dad doesn't have to do that. He can just play Kings of War full time. Yeah, that'd be nice, but I still got three, four. Six more. Yeah, years. yeah, because you're going into sixth 14 grade. years, yeah. Yeah, you got a little ways to go before you're going to be. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Tyler, and chatting. It yeah, was, thank you for having me. That was fun. Yeah. Hopefully you guys have a good time. You got any plans for today, or are you going to stick around and watch games? I'm sitting around. Are you going to go smack talk? I don't know. Maybe the, my opponents let me roll, because last time I rolled for my dad, like yesterday was not very good, but me and my dad played in a doubles tournament in Minnesota, and it was just filthy. Which hand? Your dad was filthy, or you were filthy? I, I rolled the dice. And you were filthy. It was, yeah. Like, in last year at Masters, we were playing, I forgot his name. He's from the South region, and my dad had to go. And he was, I had to bail him out because he was, like, failing, and I went in, and I was just rolling. He's like, okay, I need an eight to kill him. Nine. You need an eight to kill him. So what you're saying is you have the luck of the dice. Yeah. Which, two little green which hand do you roll with? I roll with my right. Right? Okay. Righty. You're a right-handed roller? By you. How do you throw the dice? Yeah, no, no. Do you throw them up? I shake them like this and just... You just shake them and give them a good spin in the hand. You go front, you don't go from the side. Okay. No, I don't like people. I don't like when don't like they go by like the that. side. Ooh, I'm just going like this. Yeah. Well, awesome, guys. Have a great day. Yeah. Stay out of trouble. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Jeff. We're after round four at the U.S. Masters, and we're with Tom Annis, the spy master, so I need need some intel. Yeah. What happened in round four? So the top two tables drew, I think. Uh, That's interesting. Does that help? Does that bring Marcelo back down to possible reach? Yeah, exactly. So he, so Nathan Clevenger is the only undefeated player, I think, without a draw. Without a draw, because Marcelo and yeah. Nick and Luke would be would be 
three wins and a draw. Right, and I think Jeff O'Neill is three wins and a draw as well. Okay, against uh, Sean Polk. Against Sean, yeah. Okay. So so Nathan Clevenger is 4-0. So Nathan's 4-0. And Marcelo was pretty far. Not, he, he was like six No, he was like, yeah, something. like 12, 13, 14. I mean, I think Keith was 15 points behind him, and he was in the eighth. Yeah, so Na- I think Nathan's going to play Marcelo. But th- all those draws mean people like Jeff Radigan and, and Dustin. They're back. They're, they could Even, be back. How did Keith do? Keith. Randall. Randall, he drew against Jeff Shulkin. Good Lord. What's Okay, let me ask you this. Why are we having all these draws in the round four? People just don't want to commit? Yeah, I think invade. you just put your army on opposing sides of the table and when you just, you just walk past each other. And you just take the 10 points. Yep, yep. I don't Is think, that fun? No, but you don't. if you do something else. So are you saying invade's a bad scenario because it doesn't force you to play? It could be. That and... Uh, Plunder can be a, that the same way, I think. Right. And there's a, a lot of draws that round, too. Push. I've seen that, too, Push. where you get the, the toilet bowl. Yep, exactly. You know, it's uh, the list I think we thought we were going to do well or doing well. And Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, how's the South doing? Let's, let's just talk. Yeah. You didn't have an undefeated person yesterday, right? Well, yeah, technically Mark Cox was two wins and a draw. but Okay, so he was undefeated. Yeah. But he wasn't in the top eight. He was one of the. Yeah, he was probably. Now, how did he do today? So. He, I think he had another draw. Or wow. I'm not sure. I don't know. He didn't want to commit or I what? Don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but, no, we're doing okay. I think Jeff has a loss. Dustin has a loss. Jordan Braun, our other player, uh, is 3-1. and one. So you may be making a comeback. I mean, yeah. so the South didn't uh, – the Southeast didn't lose then. They had three undefeated players, and they're still undefeated. Yep, two draws and one and right. win. And yep. they had a bunch of – they had a couple guys at 2-1, and one, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. I think Nathan, we're playing a dominate round five. Oh, that's a good snare for Nathan. So. Yeah, he knows where the he knows where they need to be. He knows where these two legions are going to be. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about you. I haven't caught with you all weekend. How's your weekend going? I mean, good. dwarves are broken, right? Everybody tells me. Yeah, yeah, they're broken. Uh, no, it's good. I, I had a big win round one versus Trident Realm. I had a draw against uh, Jared Holcomb's Goblins in round two versus Control, which I was happy about. That's a lot of unit strength. Yeah, and then I played John Becker's Ogres in a really tough game in Plunder, which you, I you beat him pulled out. And dwarves. I love it when dwarves beat like movement based spells. Yeah. I can beat you in a loot token scenario. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I just played Jordan Braun from the south. Um, so, because oh, you're murking, that's why. Yeah. Now, is this is that it? Immunity is over now, immunity right? Immunity is over. Yeah. And did immunity in the round four? Did it affect anything? Did people have to switch? No, I don't think so. The way I was counting, it was just you know one two down the row. I don't think okay. it affected anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're joined by the smiling handsome man, Tyler Schultz. Good morning. Hi, uh, good how are you doing? I guess I don't know what time is it. Afternoon. It's only, it's only, yeah, I guess it's twelve thirty. How's your weekend going? I'm having a pretty good time. Uh, it, I'm just it's not, always, it's I'm always just telling not winning. when somebody says time. I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been good. Um, I've had you know good close games, fun fun. Good are games you letting your team down? Oh, definitely. Okay, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am not helping the team. Well, are you one and three? Uh, yeah. I was selling it high. I thought I was going to say, "Oh, I'm on four and oh, four. Well, I mean. Nah. You win one more and you be two and three. That's respectable. I mean, honestly, getting a win at the Masters yeah. is respectable because there's 63 great players, other other players here. Yeah. So, I mean, I just need to play more, honestly. I, I can tell there's just too much rust on, on my movement and stuff, and I haven't played my actual list. I mean, I've played the Army a lot, but I've never played this exact version. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding little things that I should probably know a little bit better, and I'm, you know, not overly stupid mistakes. Like, I'm not completely blowing it by giving, like, really dumb options, but I'm also not playing optimally, and in this room, you kind of have to play optimally. 
Yeah. Right. So it's when, been good. when does the next game start for you guys? Right now, in it's theory. The right, because uh, and the lunch isn't here is the problem, right? Or uh, it got here. It got here. Oh, it's here. Did you not eat? Is it here? I don't. Know. Here, I, yeah. I haven't looked. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you eat? Did you guys already? Eat? Okay, great. I'll go get it later. We're, I think we're a half an hour, hour behind you guys. Oh. I think. Oh, you're playing in best. I'm been less rest yet. How are you doing? I am three and one. So not bad. Nice. Got obliterated by Mike Byram. <laughs> Tabled me. I only killed 150 points. I was like, oh. That's he just tough. first, like second turn. Uh, I haven't had any of that. <laughs> air elementals into the front of Tyrant Horde. I don't know. Six popped points? them. 11 and 11 popped. I was like, oh, okay. It, it can't panda. Yeah. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And then, you know, we're American, so you double down on the deficit. You're like, oh, it's a gambler thing, right? Like, oh, I could come back. No, you can't. Right. You that's that's the difference between this room loss. and that room. In this room, you mitigate your losses. Right. Like, oh, pull, I'm, I'm cashing in with mm-hmm. what little I have left. Yeah, and then, yeah, points-wise for my tournament, it's like any loss that was going to be a loss goes to seven and then becomes like a capital L loss. Right. So it's like instead of being a four to three loss, like, oh, I'll get some points here. It's like, nope, now it's a one to five loss. Like, right. wah, wah. Right. So you guys have any predictions? I don't even know who's killing it right now, honestly. I think Nathan's going to be hard to beat. Um, he's Nathan's always scenario. hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, I would love for Nathan to win. He's like he's the Travis of the Southeast. He was the, he, I think he was in top table last year, right? He, he was, but Adam Battle. Yeah, he last did round. play Adam. Now he had a problem because if he wants to win it, he has to beat him because he because Adam had a big lead, right? Yeah, right. But here you can just play it straight up. I mean, everyone's pretty much on the same points. I don't think it's anybody's game. I think Nathan, yeah, so. I mean, that win that do you know both, if Marcelo won last Marcelo round? Drew. Oh, it was a draw. Yep. That's interesting. So Sean, points wise, that's interesting. Sean Poca, Jeff O'Neill drew, uh, Marcelo and Luke drew. Okay, and um, somebody else, another top table drew. I can't remember. Interesting. So we're joined by Kyle Poole. How are you doing? Three and one. I'm two one and one because like all the other good tables, we got a draw. <sighs> what? So you're, you're right there what's in the, the mix. What's, what's the reasoning for the draw? Is it just invade? Is what? That's the time yeah, three. Just yeah, just invade. It's just, so why uh, we play invade if it's just going to cause draws? Okay. How do you get separation if you just play invade? Uh, well, you take Be a better. unit strength army and then get paired against not another giant unit strength army. <laughs> right. That's that's my secret. No, I oh, but so you got against another. Yeah, giant. I want to get Sean's rats from the Midwest. Just phenomenal. You got a draw. Player, that's pretty army. good. So I was I was stoked with the draw. He was also stoked with the draw because we both thought we were going to lose. So <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting result. matchup. Honestly, uh, it was it's a good very blend. Intense. Uh, we played very well. We both fought pretty hard, um, and it came down to I had to put three wingets in danger to kill a horde because he was up one unit strength. I killed the horde, and then he goes, "Crap! Now I have to kill two wingets because you're up one unit strength." So <laughs> those are fun games. It though. was. I mean, if, you're, it was if you're doing that mental math and like trying to figure it out, that's yeah. fun. I mean, that's also we're at game four of four where I have four people who are tied for best opponent. Right that's now. great. Like, that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's there's good. little tiny pieces here and there, like which one gave me more adrenaline or whatever. But uh, more who bribed, who bribed like me that. with twenty dollars? But at the point right now, I I don't have a great voting system it's like each game's been fantastic i haven't had just a a mad right we talked about it at breakfast the difference between a good game and a wow and i'm at like three and a half wows and it's only that's, because that's a good I, ratio when i tabled ben stoddard we ran out of models to have a wow like the game was <laughs> so it was a wow until he ran out of units nice that's super but cool no, it's it's tough but i'm having a blast i'm sure i'll be back on countercharge real soon to talk about firefight but firefight was a blast i had a lot of fun doing that Our like that was super exquisite. cool truly exquisite it was truly exquisite those are high words i'd also like to point out you are just a little bit better at firefight than ogres just saying man we're blessed now mike ogres. hasn't been on the podcast in a while Last time I well you know oh, mike, yeah, mike yeah. has a podcast okay. but he doesn't ever put anything out <laughs> yeah. so well, he doesn't ever to, to hear well to hear mike i got to have him bring him on my show it's because you don't have any good taste. You're not checking out the quality <laughs> podcast. Hey, man. Content. I got all the taste, bro. Look at this table. It's true. 
I'm and, and, we need like know. a rap air horn. You need like a soundboard. <laughs> I don't have that. Please don't do that. I don't have that. People no. love Mike on Counter Church. It's, yeah. it's just any episode I'm not on, I think, is really what does well, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been really enjoying the, the talking tactics. The scenario type, stuff the, on the Counter Charge. tactics? You're yeah. basically guest host at this point, right? <laughs> the collab. Mm. Rob, Rob could make me a guest host. I hear all you do is lose money when you work for Rob, right? That's, that's the secret? 100%. Yeah, good. good. 100%. That's, How's that's your right. weekend going, Mike? We kind of got caught up with these guys. It's going all right. I'm two and two, which is right where I'm supposed to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The I'm the Lord of mid You're like the middle of the, the holding the tent pole, like the yeah. middle guy. Oh, we're yelling things. Adam's so. yelling. Goodbye. Well, adios, amigos. Like Thanks for playing the drums. guys. All right, well, best of the rest is done and dusted, and I'm with my fifth-round opponent, Matthew Temple. We haven't played in a while, Matt. It's It's been a while. What, year and a half? Yeah, it was not this past King's Winter. It was two when I was playing. I was back when I was playing that Siege Breaker stuff. <laughs> yep, and I had and you the, were like, uh, the And then you had the... the the, the nasty stuff, the larvae, yes. and the, the, the <laughs> that's the first time somebody caught me out with the gnome glass shield. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, we, that was a good one. It was good. How's your week? How's it been your weekend? Uh, the weekend has been absolutely fantastic. Today I played two guys that I already played, but you know, I haven't played Chris in right. over a year. And then Rob, it's been, you know, yeah, but how many years. new players' faces did you play this weekend? Uh, three, three. That's pretty good. Oh, and then nobody from my region, nobody from my, uh, uh, thank goodness I didn't have to play my brother. You know, fantastic. That, that's like a win right there. So, uh, ended up, uh, Two, two, and one. So that's not bad. Going for that counter charge. You're right there, man. <laughs> right there at the counter. Yeah, it's funny because you say that I, I played three new faces, mm-hmm. and then obviously you and Martin Bryce and I've played before. Yeah. So that's cool. I, I, that's that's what I want out of an event to come something like this where there's people here, a lot of people here that I don't know, or mm-hmm. well, I know most people, but may not have played before. So it's it's cool to have that. That available, you know, that available pool of new faces yeah. for to play at. Uh, again, it's great not having to play Grace round five or Marshall round four. Uh, you know, that's like every tournament I go to. It's like one of those two. So been Absolutely. fantastic. Absolutely, get the change. How's your brother been doing? Oh uh, man, uh, so he ended up uh, three and two. His last game was wild. Uh, they went to turn seven. The abyssals that he was playing against, uh, beautiful uh, like western theme with yeah. Cowboy so Randy hat. Davis. Oh man, beautiful, beautiful stuff right there. Snake eyed uh, one of the white hordes, and then he snake eyed the second white horde, and then the whites did what they do. So that's awesome. Uh, he, yeah, I ended up three and two, and. Uh, I'm going to have to redo my list because I'm pretty sure he's going to score higher than me. And as the older brother, that that's, oh, oh no, not cool, man, not cool. It's good, though, for him. I, it, it's sometimes a struggle. Yes. We had a fun game. That was fantastic. Uh, so we're playing Dominate, and I'm like, I, I, have, I love playing Matt, but I'm like, oh, man, this Goblin's, like, I know what the potential is there if, uh, I mean, I'm moving into a bullseye, right? Mm-hmm. So. You talk about it from your end, because it, w- it did not go as I was expecting. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more, a lot cagier. So, unfortunately, Rob's not a dumb player. That, that's, that's the first thing. Rob, Rob knows what he's doing. So, he knows I've got 18-inch range, and your threat range is 17, except for your cannons and stuff, which mm-hmm. is longer. So, he immediately went in and started Just hit right at 18, right 18. out of 17, so I'm getting some shots. So, yeah. there's no way I can actually return the volleys. So... All right, so all the stuff that actually hurts stuff and kills stuff is being wavered. Well, you wavered, what, three, four units? On the, in the first, first couple turn? turns, yeah, like, it was crazy. Um, so I was never able to get that shooting going. Um, and then, okay, uh, charged my uh, bang stick guys, and it was turn, what, 
This top of one. Well, yeah, so the top of one, you got or Grony Snark comes in, right, flying in, and doesn't do very many wounds. I mean, it's it's hitting a Tyrant Horde, right? So, you know, it's uphill battle at dash 17. But he can, he is, against defense four, he's got the potential to really smack him. I mean, he's hitting fours with uh, D3 each, and then he's wounding on twos, and I think I did, what? You did three wounds. Three wounds. Yeah, which is just not enough. Yeah. Um, So everything bounced turn one. Didn't break the. Uh, yeah, I think on the left flank, where, yeah, you, I mean, you have ember sprites yeah. and you roll a four, and the dash 11 is like, oh. You know, 14 attacks with vicious and elite, and it's like, well. And, and wounding on twos. Yeah, wounding on twos, and when I roll a six, you get extra. You got the special thing. Like, and you end up, ironically, you gave, you gave yourself three wounds, right? Yeah, right. I gave myself. Which I'm sure contributed to the, their downfall, right? Yeah, so. Uh, and then it was just one of those, like, okay, well, uh, the right flank is gone, and it's not going to gum him up as long as I want and he's shot off a bunch of my shooting already. I gotta move up and try to knock out a You did and you moved up all everything and there was one turn where you had three bangets, four yep. bangets and uh, three, three bangets, three, three bangets three. and a trombone. Trombone, yeah. And it, like you're it, it, uh, shooting into cover so yep. that was a thing but unloaded and not and it just didn't do anything. <laughs> it did like a few wounds because yeah. that same unit had been healed by the, yep. the Phoenix so So it was just one of those again Rob play. I mean you played it Perfect. You did exactly what you should, and I. I, I have to tell my wife that because she doesn't say that very much. <laughs> uh, mine either. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, ended up getting tabled, and I, I can say that it's it's a shock to table goblins. Yeah, but you know, I think at some point you're just like, let's just go. Oh right? well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that was my that was my game too, right? Like right. I played Mark Bryson, and I'm like, I'm getting tabled. I'm like, I'm. There's no way I can win this scenario. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the deficit is so far yeah. that there's really... I mean, it doesn't matter. Honestly, there's no there's no loss mitigation at that point right. for me. I'm just like, all right. So I killed 150 points yep. and scored no points in control. And it was a, you know, I don't know, 21 nothing, I guess. Yep, yep. Yeah. So That's probably what you got. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So yep. we were talking about this during the game. I had slightly above average mm-hmm. in some cases and, and hot nerve rolls when I needed it. Yep. And you had the exact opposite. Yep. And when those are paired together, it skews things one direction. Yeah. Yeah, well, as I tell my brother uh, quite a bit, one out of 12 rolls is the snake eyes. Like, statistically speaking, you do 12 rolls, you're going to get snake eyes. You're also going to get a box card. So the more you roll, the more you do stuff. But uh, when, yeah, I mean, it, it, I would say it was even. Your good rolls, my bad rolls, it was all even. Mathematically. It balances speaking. out mathematically. <laughs> so, so how's the rest uh, of your weekend been going? Oh, if, I mean, you end up 2-2-1, two, two and one, which is pretty good. 2-2-1. Uh, lost a... Real close one to uh, Chris Bowen. Uh, Chris Bowen's a good player. Oh, great player. Uh, great guy. I mean, I, li- I like Chris. But uh, No, great game. If we stop at six, I win. Maybe we went to seven. Mm-hmm. He wins. See, yesterday, three different... I'll have to, I'll have to pull my phone out because I can't remember names. But uh, three fantastic games. Uh, a lot of fun. So did All you win one-one one today? Uh, no, I lost two. T- I was, so you uh, were th- two, two, two and one tie right. yesterday, and then lost two today. Interesting. Usually, yeah, that's yeah, just match up sometimes. Very, very much Icarus today. <laughs> Flying too close to the sun. Who would you play in the first round uh, or four uh, in game four today? Uh, that's Chris. Uh, that's Chris Bowen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and he has all those. He's so dirty with the elves. Yeah, elves were also rough for me. Um, I mean, I got some good shots off. Killed some of his stuff. He got mine. So you know, it's, it it's, happens. It, it, it's trade-offs, right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't really get a chance to talk. What do you think yeah. of the venue? Have oh, you been man. to Bug Eater before? I've never been to Bug Eater. I mean, it's a bit of a drive for Mindy. Uh, yeah. But I mean, this was fantastic. The uh, 
so much room. We weren't crowded. Um, I was telling uh, some of the guys that drove up with, man, the next tournament's going to feel so crowded and cramped and rough just because we don't have this. Right. Uh, and you came over with Eric and Felix. Yeah, Eric, Eric Felix. and Felix. And so they, or, yeah. that was nice of them to come pick you up. Yeah. yeah. And your army didn't get destroyed on the we way over, which is always yeah. a bonus. Yeah. Uh, we actually rented a van. That way we had plenty of room. And, That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good stuff there. So, but yeah, no, I mean, they fed us. They had, um, all, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. I love the venue, loved it all. My only criticism, yeah. complaint, the, uh, the, the, the cool software I was excited about didn't work. So that, that's been we a had, bit we of had a, it, the, the, the input form screwed up and yeah, we had to do some extra work. Yeah. It worked for us though two weeks ago. I, I it just, I don't know. You know somebody who works online. Uh, com- weird stuff happens with computers. There's no rhyme or reason. It works right. one minute, and then the next minute it doesn't. I don't know. So Exactly. Uh, that, that was the, again, I can't say it's a criticism because I know it was ready. Well, the one thing I, that I appreciate is the fact that even when it went down and things got delayed a little bit, yeah. they made sure everything was right before right. they moved forward, yes. which is good. You know, And so it looks like they're just about done with the fourth game. Looks like they're all just sort of waiting for the fifth game. Uh, Do you know, have you game. been this following? Game. Yeah, they got to play, I'm sorry, the fifth game is done. They're almost ready to play yeah. game six. I don't think I want to play game six. I don't think I'm ready to play six games in a weekend. After that last one, no. But <laughs> uh, Well, true. True. Yeah. Well, I had the same thing. Mark, Mark did the same thing to me. He just yeah. obliterated me. Yeah. So. What's the next event for you? Is it Michigan GT or you got something in between that? Uh, I believe next one is going to be uh, Wildcat. Okay. That's you're going to go down there to Jim yep. Liver's event in Kentucky. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to put something wacky together. I mean, that's, that's a fun well, that's event. It's what, not a Masters qualifier. Nope, so just, nope. Just, again, do something weird, do something wacky, have some fun. Um, and then after that, it's going to be Sword of Kings. Right. Uh, down in um, uh, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Yep. That's, that's Labor Day fun. weekend. Yep. Yep. That's always a fun. I, I, I went to one a couple of years ago. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, 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 I it's like not it. very it's, far from us. It's like maybe five and a half, six hours. Yeah. To Elizabethtown. It's like an hour and a half from Indy. Oh, you just go straight over? Yeah. I mean, and maybe yeah, a little straight, bit farther down? Straight down to Louisville, which is about an hour, and then like... Oh, yeah, yeah, because you got to get to Louisville just, first, right. Yeah, it's it's a, it's one of those I wouldn't normally go to, because there's so many other... Like, hey, going to come to TNT? I want to come to TNT. But it's I like five really hours. Do, it's hours yeah. Well, it's also a time commitment. It's not even just the money, you know, yeah. the time to drive down there and... I, I can drive to Elizabethtown from my house, and then I'm one night at the hotel. And well, that, those are the really great events, the ones you can leave Saturday morning to get there yeah. in time. Yep. Uh, and Elizabethtown is, is one of those events for me. And then uh, after that... Don't you have a Workings event coming up at some point? I believe that's in November, so that's going to be after Michigan. So. I can't wait for Michigan GT. Uh, yeah. I'm chomping at the bit. That'll be fun. It's going to be a good turnout. Sounds like we got Omaha showing up and yep. Minnesota and... We'll get Ohio there, and I would say the Michigan boys. Yeah, will, yeah. hopefully we'll show up, right? I, I hope so. Oh, I love those guys. They are very. Well, who's your favorite Michigan guy? Put you on the spot. Oh man, he, do you even know any of the Michigan guys? Probably Brian. I played Brian a couple. Brian Novak. Times. Brian Novak. He's great, Good dude. Good he's dude. he just takes a beating, and he's just always super nice. Oh man, yeah. I, again, they all are, but yeah. Right. Um, again, I played him a couple times, so that that's that's the name that comes up. But uh, no, they're all a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. Them. Well, awesome, man. I'm glad you came down. Yeah. You know, hopefully your brother enjoyed himself, too. I'll have to get him on at some point. Yeah. I'll, I'll bug him at some point. What'd you learn about your list? Anything you want to change? Ooh. So the big thing I learned, uh, as much as I hate to say it this way, is the, the Bangit Regiment, the formation, 
It's really good against some people, but against others, I think it's more of a liability. Uh, You're doing the damage on yourself. I mean, it's extra wounds, yeah. but if you're still not popping them, and then they've already given you've already given them some yeah. wounds. Um, and again, like against your list, I think I would have been served better using that for again. Unfortunately, everybody more war machines mm -hmm. and probably another wingets to do all that shenanigans. Yeah, wing it, an extra wing it or even two wing it yeah. would have been great because, I mean, you know, and I, and I actually am a big fan of the ones that does the, the combat-y stuff, I, right, rather than just the eye in the sky. I'm going to experiment with that, yeah. Because, I mean, it's got the higher nerve and it just... Yeah, I mean, speed 10, nimble, anything is nice. So, uh, But, yeah, so probably going to drop that and bring it... Plus, whenever the next Clash book comes out, I think I heard... From somebody important that all the formations are going to be changed. So probably it's probably they like to change the formations quite a bit, right? Which, and it makes sense. It, you know, as I said our, our last uh, chat, you know, you got to you got to change stuff up. We got to change the meta up. You got to refresh things and uh, definitely definitely time. So yeah. Well, awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Rob. Alright, we are after round five here at the Omaha Masters 2023. And we're with the number one player at the drops in the mountain region, Michael Sigler. You must be feel pleased as punch to be the number one player. Yeah, and uh, the results are holding strong. Are you still the number one player? I am currently, yep. I believe I have the most points because my guy is I'm, I'm wondering, what do you think the impact of not having Travis and Adam playing is going to be on the net score for the mountain region. Uh, my current goal is to not be the lowest rank region because uh, our guys are dropping a lot of games. Uh, Garrett and Jared, who are both uh, very good players, are losing games. Well, uh, I, you lose games. You lose yep. games in this room. I mean, anybody can be anybody in this room. It's just a bunch of great players. Yeah. Uh, I think Garrett won. I think Garrett won his two today. I don't remember exactly, but I know he's doing a little bit better than he was yesterday. So... Uh, just generally speaking, where are you? Where where are you at personally? Uh, I think I'm sitting around 54 points. Three and two. I'm um, three one and one. <gasps> only lost one game. My only loss was to Keith Randall. Honestly, I had a really good game against Keith. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, he's a jerk because he plays elves, and that's just like right. goes with the territory. But for an elf player, you know, fun game. Right. What's your expectations for the game six? Uh, well, my goal this Masters was to just do better than I did last year. Uh, I've already done that, so I'm, I'm skating on ice here. I win my game, great. Uh, I lose or draw, that's fine. I still you're did still, better. You're still better than last year. Yep. And we uh, didn't mention, you're, you, well, you, maybe you did mention earlier, you're playing the Abyssals, right? Yes, sir. And this is the last time we're going to have to see him? Uh, for a while, at least. Ratkin are going to be uh, my next season. So you've been checking out Sean Troy's list? Yeah, me and Sean have definitely talked a lot. All right, well, we're joined by Kyle Poole. Did I hear you got lost again? Uh, not only did I lose, you got tabled. I got I got embarrassed. No, who I didn't get tabled. Let's okay. be very clear. Okay, I did who, not get tabled. Robin. Who who, who, who did you play? Huh? Oh, Garrett Salamators introduced to the world Garrett, why you Garrett. have to have Garrett Mercer. Oh, okay. He he made sure the world knew why you have to have an answer to eighteen inch threat, and I don't. Uh, so it was six hundred and fifty kill to two thousand and thirty, and then he won fourteen zero and dominate versus the number one unit. That's crazy. It's funny you say that because I just played a game of goblins. And that exact thing came up. He's got a 17-inch threat, 
with all this bangings yep. and whatnot, and I have an 18, and I just took that stuff off. Yep. You, and then he's like, I don't have anything to do now. I mean, uh, and, the, and the catapults aren't hitting. It's like, okay, yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah, the goblin answer is, if I can't shoot you off early, there's there's no answer to the threat. There's no counter charge. You got Grony. That's one tool with low nerve. Yeah. And they'll just shoot it or charge it. So I got the matchup I didn't want, which is anyone who has Scorch Wings. Yeah, and Garrett at least plays a reasonable number of Scorch Wings. At like yeah, he's, he's a nice person with only like 80 or 90 shots. Yeah. No, he, he takes a... He takes three hordes and then three ancient phoenix or three phoenixes with the fire spark, which are just scorch wings but tall, and rakaz. So yeah, basically, sort a fluffy of list. best chaff unit in the game. Yeah, that low nerve goblin army that wants to sit in the back and all the eighteen inch shooting. He just goes, I'll pick whatever I want, kill it, and then I'll yeah. charge when I have to. Uh, so fourteen zero is the new record against Kyle Poole, I think, and dominate especially. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, Garrett, I mean, Garrett's also just a great player. He is good. I mean, we we're just saying this. Everybody in this room is good, right? Like, there's there's not there's not an easy game. There's very few people in this room where I would be like, right. I can't believe I lost to that person. Maybe Nathan, but outside of that, <laughs> I'd, I'm willing to lose that's to most good foreshadowing by Kyle Poole, right? We're, we're with <laughs> the top dog, I think, right? I mean, you're definitely the only one that's undefeated with all wins, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, they haven't updated the scores yet, but yeah. So, Marcelo and I played a super, super, super tight game. You know, heavy alpha strike versus yeah. you know. Ample. Well, you kind of dominates a good scenario in that in that matchup. Yeah, I, I had a few more unit strength than he did. He outdropped me. It was fourteen to twelve, but I had three more unit strength. You know, there were a few he there were a few key moments in the game. Um, you know, I was able to lightning bolt a horde of forsaken knights off the table. How much lightning bolt do you have in the list? I have twenty one, but that seems like a. So you're, I mean, you're I did, on fours, right? Yeah, hit yes, hitting on fours, winning. And you're probably fours. hitting on fives sometimes. It's covered. No, there was no for, so it was for all, the one. So, the, four, so fours and fives. Yeah, uh, fours and fours because they're fours and, fours and fours. All yeah. right, so but uh, I still that's only six or seven wounds. But maybe. It, it, over a couple of turns, you stacked okay. it up on them, and sure. that's what happened, right? So and then uh, I I got a seven. I got sevens twice to pop that unit. So that happened early and took the threat a lot of the threat out of one whole flank, and then. Right. Um, you know, the other side, he had two hordes of Forsaken, two hordes or two regiments of Redemption Knights, and then, you know, several unicorns and whatnot as chaff, or Pegasus as chaff. And it was just a question of, you know, setting to receive the charge and chaffing it up as best he could. I knew I was not going to escape unscathed. You know, to at the end of the game, I had a horde of fiends, my three mind screeches, and a horror left. And he had a couple of his unicorns, the Green Lady, a horde of forsaken and a regiment of redemption knights left. At the going into turn seven, he the redemption knights or the the redemption knights charge a horde of fiends, but don't get them. They those are both outside the circle, the scoring circle. Right. And he ha, he kills. I don't remember what he, he killed something with the uh, the what call it the forsaken horde and then turned. But then um, I had enough room where I could wind blast him out of the dominate circle uh, with two of the mind screeches, and there was no turn seven. So. And that, that was the game. How'd you do in game four? Game four, I played Dale Motley. Yeah, the dwarf player. Uh, uh, now, yeah. how did that? I thought we were thinking Jeff was going to play Dale and you were going to. Uh, we were all really close. Oh, it might have just so, been the points yeah. that worked out. There yeah. was a Jeff, Jeff's points when they got reviewed and made sure everything was correct. Every single player shifted by like one spot. I get, I get you. Because Jeff O'Neill was better than his points showed. I see. Uh, not by much, but it, like just enough when they did like a full review. Okay. Well, good. So hey, I like the fact one. that it's accurate. Yeah. 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 They'd yeah. rather pause than than so be wrong, right? You 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 play dwarves all the time, so obviously you crushed Dale. I did. Uh, so I'm th- being that facetious. Rough, that, no, <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. he's running into the he's running. I mean, undefeated. I uh, we went seven turns and I got 2,300 points of attrition. Wow. 
You're playing Night Stalkers, right? Yeah. I thought every set Night Stalkers are no good anymore. Not according to Bloodworms. Not not according to Bloodworms. <laughs> not according to Fiend Horde either. But no, yeah. On that game, I um, you know, we were playing Invade, and uh, I put my Bloodworms kind of centered. I crashed into him on turn two with the Bloodworms, and uh, you know, just used the used the, the the other units in my army to just chaff things off, keep it tied up, keep it from fighting the Bloodworms, right? And the Bloodworms are just walked through everything, you know? I mean, they, they didn't flub a nerve roll. They didn't flub a charge. They they fought, they killed, they turned, and they fought something else, and they right. killed it and kept going that route. So, Michael, what do you think uh, about your list now? Is there anything you would have changed? Honestly, no. I think that my list is probably, at least for me, an optimized version mm-hmm. of Abyss. Uh, I struggled a lot with uh, ranged matchups as elves and stuff like that. Uh, any melee army, uh, army that wants to win through melee or grinding or alpha strike, I could generally outgrind. Um, and I can still do that, but also I go more 50 50 against uh, Glade Stalker, elf, BS. Uh, and, you know, BS, I like that. Yeah. Like he doesn't have enough of his own BS. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the Well of Souls, you know, completely fair unit, does normal things. Oh, know. God, the Well of Souls. I, I got mean, abused by that yeah. uh, right. tournament three weeks ago. I think are yeah. they getting ready to stay some? All right, who are you going to play in the last round? Do we know? I don't know who was winning between Luke, Luke. and, uh, and uh, Luke, Luke Sean. Is, Luke yeah. is beating Sean, Sean Polka. Polka. Luke yeah. Frazier from the Pacific Northwest. He's doing with Trident Realms too. Yeah, and that, what, about, what this, world are yeah, we in where Pacific crazy. Northwest and and West Coast are on the top tables and stuff? Come on, guys, that's fantastic. That's good parody. Yeah. It's like and the NFL team, we're all good. Yeah. I got more like the new reality, Rob. It's the West is the place to be, my man. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, I'm playing Luke. Yeah. All right, guys. I mean, well, I like the Rossi. Reno players in West are good. I appreciate the time. I'm gonna stick out here with Jeremy for a minute, but I appreciate you guys coming on, chatting. Good luck, guys. Jeremy, how's your weekend make it? Yeah. Oh, super fun. You know, it's been a real blast to be able to still feel a part of Masters, even though I haven't been there physically. So we've been having a great time on the cast with uh, Grant and Matt, and we've had Corey Reynolds and Rashad, and a bunch of people have come by to uh, spend time on the pod, um, on the cast. So that has been just super fun. That's awesome, and I, you know, you how do you, have you been on all the streams or some of the streams? Yeah, no, I've been on the whole the whole ride, baby. Oh man, I what's weird is, I, you know, one of the things I learned about this, I don't know that I I, look, I enjoy best of the rest, but it definitely curtailed my ability to uh, interact with some of the master stuff because I'm in the other room and I'm kind of, you know, not, yeah, not following. Yeah, playing games. I'm playing games. Now I you know how I feel every time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But you know, it was a, yeah. best of the rest was a great tournament. Be, they don't know yet who won, but it's going to be a heck of a. I mean, it was a heck of a ride. Oh, it's looking like Alan. Alan has it. Alan Wigness. Looking like with yeah, the scorch wings. Like you know, I think what it what yeah. it does interestingly, I think he's the one that's got a bunch of scorch wings, right? I think uh, you with can, some rhinosaurs and yeah, some pirates. I think yeah. what you can argue is that, well, this is just my assessment. We got those kind of lists in both rooms, but in that room where you have maybe mid-table players, the scorch more, wings are uh, a difference. Oppressive. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, little it's more a good word, oppressive. Because, I mean, yeah. you know, the boogeyman in here, Jeff Radigan, he, he lost, right? So Jeff Show can beat yeah. him. So I, I just think, uh, you know, this is a conversation that maybe we need to have. You know, at lunchtime, um, Drew Richardson, uh, Brian Broder's son, 
no oh, bad place. Alan did nasty things to him. Right, and yeah. he just that, was, that was whining about it. And I said, well, yeah, I, you know. And then I said, well, hey, they're not winning events, right? You know, they're not going to win the Masters. And he made a comment, and it's maybe something, it resonated, which was, should we be focusing on the outcome of a, an invitational event with experts, right? Because does that yeah. tell us anything? Because the reality is that's, that, that's a small, in this room at Masters, there's 64 players, but there's a small percentage of the people actually playing Kings of War. And even if it's not a problem in here, it could, his argument was it could still be a problem in other rooms or casually or in the garages because in a room with less talented people. If it's an unfun to play against dynamic, even if it's not winning tournaments, should it still be? There's exactly. And it's the thing we did in, 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 in whenever, second, 2.5, whenever they made the changes where they nerfed the shooting, right? Uh, I guess it was going into third edition, right? From second edition where they you know got rid of the ability to, to add piercing and you know, with Bane Chant and all that stuff. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? What do you, what do you think on Scorch Wings? Well, I mean, I think it's a conversation to have, right? Which is, it doesn't necessarily mean if an army's winning that, like, there there could be armies adjusted or nerfed or changed even if they're not winning tournaments. That you do, you do when you, when you make adjustments, also right. need to look at the overall health of the game, right? Right. And it is a pretty oppressive unit. Um, it's very good, and you still have to play it correctly. And there are uh, ways to counter it. But it's not fun to play a game and feel like you have no agency. And Absolutely. poor Drew had nothing to do. He, there was nothing for him. And, to and do. what army is Drew playing? He is playing Varenger, some Mounted Sons, just kind of a, a somewhat speedy punch you in the face list. And essentially, Alan just kept shooting at him, moved back, shot at him, moved back. And then by the time Drew got close enough to fight, he'd lost half, half his army. Right. So he just had nothing, nothing left at that point. Interesting. I guess what they're telling me is I need to play more Scorch Wings. Because <laughs> I've only been running one horde in the regiment. To be fair, with that, with two Lachilodons, two Ember Sprites, and two Skylords, in that room, you know, in many of the matchups, that was enough shooting to, you know, to really knock out some key stuff. And I think Alan's list is he's not even spamming them to all hell. I think he has three hordes in a regiment, but it, it still it allows his rhinosaurs and his tyrants and all his other pieces to work so so well because the scorch wing is just such a yeah amazing piece it's interesting because I, I played my last game against matthew temple who you guys will have already heard that recording uh, talking about our game the 18 inch is a big thing right the 18 inch range and yes they have catapults in the goblin list that can reach out and touch you but all the all their other stuff that's you know like the trombones and the bang it's that's a 17 inch range <laughs> One inch out. So you know what you do with the Scorch Wings. You, you know, you put them right at 18 inches and you shoot them, right? And then you back up. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, theoretically, if you, you know, if you back up and you back up. So I don't know. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is here. You know, you bring yeah. up a good point, though. If it's not fun to play against, that's not fun to play against. And that's no, a disservice to the game. It's not all about yeah. balance. Uh, environments that you don't feel, uh, you, that you feel like you're playing the game. You know, like, let me play the game. When do you have to get over to the, the stream? I think they're, they're, they're talking right now. They're looking at Luke. Oh, oh, fascinating, Rob. Dude, I, I was just talking about, I don't know if you heard it, but I said, look, what, what world do we live in that we have a Pacific Northwest guy with Trident Realms? With Trident Realms, no less. Him and, Nathan, yeah, him and Nathan are both at 84 points. Oh, exactly. so come on. Come on. Is that a dream matchup? Neither one of yeah, them obviously have never won the Masters before. But, you know, I, there, there were people that said Nathan could could win it if you get you know things go the, the right way but Luke was not on anybody's radar I mean Luke said it himself right like after like we had him on earlier 
you know, after last year when he, he had, I would think he would say it was a mediocre first time at Masters, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And crazy. I imagine that as you're going to hear the narratives, you're going to hear from all these players who do well at Masters. It's, oh, I needed a turn seven and I got it. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't need a turn seven and didn't get it. You know, it's it's not just how you do, but also um, uh, luck. You need, you need luck to go your way. Awesome. And then well, it looks like there's a few players. So they're at 84. There's a few players at 76, 75. Ooh, Still close. Was- well, okay, awesome, well, cool, man. Brother, I'm hop yeah, I appreciate there. the time, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, well, we're here with Brian Trahan, our local newer, probably one of our newer players, but Andy's kind of even newer than you. But uh, how was your weekend, man? It's all wrapped up, done and dusted. Best of the rest is over. You brought a new army, right? Varn. This is the the initial launching of the Varanger? I, play, I played it for Lone Wolf, so the second tournament I played. Okay. I've well, I thought you were playing Northern Alliance. Alliance, but you're no, playing okay. Varanger, same list. Okay, all second right. Time I, second tournament I played it. Awesome. I started off my normal uh, 0-2. I call it the Brian Bounce. The Brian uh, Bounce. <laughs> How, how'd your weekend go? I ended up 3-2. and two. Wow, so you went 0-2 and, and then well, you won one, three one games, so you won the last one. Now, who did you play? I played, today I played Lucas Tim. I played uh, Travis Cook. So I played... Travis Cook out of Dallas. Yeah, the, good, the, fun guy. Oh, good. I played him uh, a few years ago, and I know he's playing Abyssals and all Abyssal golems. Dwarves. All golems. And you're like, you were chomping because you, you, I mean, that's your that's your main squeeze. That, that was the list I came. From. That's your main squeeze. And I got the crush to deal with it. Right, right. But then yeah, I cracked. One, uh, it turned four, he was in charge. But by turn five, when I cracked his flank, I just started started. You just start rolling them. Yeah, rolling them from the left. You have a good time. Oh, it's good time. It's a good tournament. Yeah. I'm tired. Sure yeah, yeah. When are you gonna join a real club, though, man? Winners, winners don't play in the brawlers. No, anymore. the brawl, brawlers of Millington. <laughs> Watch this rank. That's pretty much where I'm gonna be at, right in the middle. Oh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you if you if your goal is mediocrity, you're on your My way. Goal is to have fun. That well, that's that's the right goal. Do you play uh, anything in the army that you would change next time? Did you uh, get a new hat? Oh, they gave me that hat for Warcraft creation. That is amazing. Because you got a bald hat. Okay. Yeah, you got bald a bald hat. hat. It's, it's good for a sunny day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I would change, um, I played my third game when I played uh, Zach Taylor from the that Dallas area. Yeah. He had the shrine from Riffle. How many? Did he get some spells off on you? He cast 20, 23 spells with the shrine over six turns. <laughs> he had that three, seems like a lot. He had three full runs. Of uh, five of four spells, but don't That's you? Doesn't 18. it get progressively harder? Yes. And he, but he had the the spell where you get the extra spell for having your Rift Forge guy legionary right. range. So he starts with six, goes down to three, two, one, so four, up to four max. He did three full runs and then two other runs of six apiece. So he did twenty four spells in six turns. That is impressive. And, oh yeah, he was killing stuff with Shadow who Shadow Beast before I even even started melee. He was That's popping. Fantastic. So did he beat you? A little bit. A little bit. So the lesson learned is bring hex. <laughs> for sure, I, a, I have hex. I'm like, yeah, that's especially if you get them on a height force unit, right? Yeah, that's that's the lesson learned. Exactly. But it was so, fun. Fun time. You guys ready? Uh, you're gonna be party tonight. You're gonna, you're gonna... Party tonight. I'm over that. Yeah. Uh, we leaving the first. I'm driving the first leg home tomorrow, so I'm gonna be getting the guys up early. They can yeah. sleep in the car. And we're jetting. That's fantastic. Morning. I had a great time though. Super fun event. How you, did you end up? Four and one. Good job. Thank you. I won my first game. It who was you lo- who you lost. What army you lost to? Uh, Force of nature. Force of nature. And. You know them them games where you're like, man, Just you, you wake up and you're like, what hit me? I killed 150 points in that army. That's it. And I got no points. He killed. He tabled me. So it was a major loss. Major. No, no, major it was 21 nothing. So it was blackjack. It was blackjack. 
boom, blackjack. Um, but in the first game, I played uh, Lucas guitar. Yep. And it was super cagey. I knew enough. I, you know, you don't play the Chimera. Yeah. But I was like, I was like doing my my dancey stuff, right? And I played, and uh, I, I squeaked out a win, which was great. I, you know, it's fun to win, especially. I don't, did you? I don't know if you met Lucas, but super clean player. I. I wish I could be that clean and that technically accurate. I just, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not a klutz. Either. I'm old. Uh, and so then the second game, my, my, my reward for a small win was to play Mark, and he kicked my <laughs> Played him the first game, and that was one of my losses. He destroyed Fantastic. me, and I deserved it because we've played a couple times, and it's always been the other direction where I'm, like, punching him right in the nuts. And He, he might have been my favorite game this week. Oh, Mark He is, was a fun guy. So what's fun is uh, he's just a great guy. Great, oh, great I, human being. 100% agree. He was definitely one of my favorite opponents of the weekend. And then the third game, I played Travis, Tim's brother, same guy you yeah. played. What a fun game. Yeah, a lot of well, dwarfs. Interesting was he was like, I think he got disheartened because I'm, I'm playing and I'm shooting and I'm killing, I kill all his dogs and, and it's going bad. And I said, look, do not give up. I said, so he ended up losing, but not by much. The highlight of the game, this is the highlight of the game. So my Phoenix has joined Eagle Fang Karate. Right, that's my new thing. And so there's a there's a on one board there's like a gap, just enough for a regiment, and he's got Iron Guard coming up, it's Defense Six, and I'm like, you know what? I'm stopping this this up. So send the Phoenix in there. Five turns later, the Phoenix still there. He just couldn't didn't crack him. And then the best part is I said, watch this. I'm gonna hit three times and I'm gonna roll three sixes, and that's what I did. Well, guess but what, I still couldn't kill him. What's funny against Lucas Tim, we had a, on the on the far hard flank. He had one of his troops of the dwarfs, the D five guys. Yeah. The troop on the on the hard flank. My cat, my Jabberwock, we fought four turns. Right. And I, and I, my Jabberwock lost. Right. Because I snaked him twice. Yeah. He regened it back. I resolved, healed it. Absolutely. And he killed my Jabberwock four turns later. <laughs> what was interesting about my game this morning? Four. I played Sean Troy. I played the guy with all the Hell Strikers. Yeah. Was it three hordes? Three hordes. And then a regiment. Hard. Yeah, three hordes and regiment. So we're playing invade. So I completely castled up on the left, and you know, luckily, I think in retrospect, he probably would have said not to do that. Like, don't don't go into Rob's trap, right? Like, don't play your game. You got all the speed, and he kind of like played to that direction. And when I got him in the box, a couple key things, you know, went my way. I mean, the thing I think that same thing happened in Mark Mark's game. He hit me with air elemental horde, took out a tyrant horde. In that game, I did some plink damage to the horde with nimble. And took him off on the eleven, and he wasn't inspired. It was like Ouch. when when that happens, though. I know Swings it was him. Well, I, that and I think it takes you out. You're like, yeah. I know when Mark punched me in the face like that. I was like, oh, and I'm scrambling. Like, okay, well, that was my plan was to hold this anchor this spot against the building. They're dead now. I have nothing to keep. You know, and I'm sure the same thing happened with Sean this morning. But it was a super fun game. As usual, it's hard to pick. You know, your favorite player. Oh, favorite it's difficult because I had five fantastic. Yeah, games. and then in the last game, I played I played Matthew Temple and. All I can say, you know, we've been talking about this. You know, I have 18 in shooting. His effective stuff is 17. Ah, so you can outrange. So, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, and it just, it just, it just snowballed. I had slightly above average rolls. He had slightly above, below average rolls. And outranging. That's a and then so. And to be fair, look, I'm gonna say this. I will probably never have the opportunity to table a 2300 point goblin list again. Yeah, I'm shocked you tabled a goblin list. That's pretty impressive. The amount of trash, the amount of rubble. The, the crazy part is when I when when the game's over, all my units look like the, like ten wounds, seven wounds, never six wounds, to kill it. and it just net and fearless. How many times? I'm like, you need a five, 
four. You need a seven. Six. Six. And that's what he did the whole game, and he never popped it. And uh, that's fine. But Matthew's a great, great guy. I've played him a few times, and I can't wait to, you know, me and, and we've just been joined by Andy. Yeah, I'd like to bring Andy in the thing and congratulate him on a hell of a weekend. It was an awesome weekend. But we're going to be at Michigan GT, and maybe you'll get to play Matthew Temple. Yeah, maybe. So uh, let's talk about your weekend, brother. It sounded like he had a pretty good run. For Andy's second tournament, he just went, he didn't lose a game. One four and one draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell of a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Now he's ready for the big boy room, though. <laughs> he's going to try to get in the big boy room next year. He's already talking. Got to go to more tournaments. Got to yeah. score some points. Got to get some tournaments under the belt. I think I'm either first or second yeah. in best of the rest now. Just overall. Because you're 4 0 and 1. So four right. wins and a draw. And I had yeah, a, a big win against uh, Chris. Which your paint's going to hurt you. You know, it's, the, the black. it's obsidian, man. Obsidian. <laughs> it's obsidian. I'm just obsidian with ethereal, ethereal weapons, whatever you call it. The green ethereal. stuff. Ethereal. Ethereal. Can't say that. I'm from, I'm from Southern Wait, what'd you say? What'd you call it? Ethereal. That's oh, man. That, you know, that's going oh, on the that's board. That's going on the board. <laughs> that's going on the board. You got to edit that in. It's going on the board. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you had a great run. That's awesome. I did, yeah. I had a couple of lucky waivers against uh, Chris Bowen at the start of the first game. And Lucky. How about you tell them which, which troops you wavered? Uh, Turn one. Glade Stalkers. <laughs> so did, what'd you use? The crossbows? Crossbows. Crossbows for the win. And he had scouted them up, and then I won first turn, and I got the Soul Snare in range. <laughs> and uh, Soul Oops. Snare and Dead Eye Crossbows wavered his Glade Stalkers. And anything else he went to shoot at was behind uh, my reanimated behemoths because I deployed them sideways on the line. And just deployed everything behind him. So, uh, he couldn't shoot. And then I won the roll-off to go first, wavered those units, m- sidestepped my behemoths three inches. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed. That was a matchup y'all played before back at home, right? The shot? Oh, yeah. Y'all played a few times. Y'all knew each other's list. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, Veil of Shadows plus him forcing. The only thing he could shoot is either my Soul Snare on sixes. Yep. Um, Which are wasted shots, yeah, almost. Or the uh, reanimated behemoths on fives with defense six. Yeah. That's awesome. Good run, man. That's a good run. We'll, we'll see how we shake out. You know, sportsmanship plays a play in this too, right? Yeah. Brian's going to move up a little bit. He's, he's got that. Yeah. That, that Cajun swag. That man. C- Cajun <laughs> swagger. I've, I've been. I've, I tend to do pretty good in sports. Y'all know I'm an outgoing guy. I like to have fun. Absolutely. Hoot and holler. It was fun. It was a great weekend, though. I'm a though, so. Yeah, I don't like that guy. <laughs> well, you know, we play a ton. We're, we're trying. To, we're trying to get you to lose that 40k flavor, but yeah, his, his yeah. list is fantastic, fun guy, but. Pardon my French, F that guy. <laughs> F that guy. Until we go play next time, next weekend, we'll play again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, awesome. What are you guys thinking about the U.S. Masters experience? Let's go. I, I'd like to be on that side. Yeah. But I'm still too green on the Masters side. What do you think about Nathan Clevenger from our region? 5 and 0, baby. On the top table. And go southeast. Go southeast. How about playing Luke Frazier with Trident Realms? Uh, I mean, Trident Realms. Table. And he, he, he would even probably admit he had an okay you know, a marginal or an average finish last year in Seattle. What a great job he's doing. 5-0, and oh, man. Can't, I'm glad. Can't. What, what I'm really excited about is I had both of them on earlier, you know, talking about their list and stuff. And, man, like, two, you couldn't get two nicer guys. Yeah. Like, just so Nathan, nice. I don't know the other guy, but Nathan's a hell of a guy. Yeah, exactly. It's exciting, man. Come on, Nathan. I hope you're hearing this. Bring it home for the like, I don't know what the word is, but just yeah, we're, we're channeling south good vibes. Pause, south, awkward pause, east. <laughs> I forgot what region I was in. Sorry. South. Exactly. You're in the We're southeast, southeast, right? I, Come on, stop messing with a brother. <laughs> <laughs> you are, technically, you're, you're in the Louisiana's in the south, so you oh, are yeah. a south guy. Oh, no, funny story. 
I moved to Tennessee, which is 460 miles north of where I grew up, and they call Tennessee the South. It ain't the damn South. If it's if it's, it's the Mid South. If it's north of I-10, it ain't the South. It's the Mid South. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm excited about though the way things are finishing up. Any anything anything over in the big room, the big boy room that you uh, saw. Uh, have you seen Dustin's uh, Empire of Dust? Great, dude. They are insanely awesome looking. Yeah, they are. Is, uh, they're like underwater I like the, theme. The, the Castle Grayskull. Did we yeah. ever hear about uh, how did the eight horde of Scarchwings doing them? I don't know. They lost game three to Jeff Shilkin. I know it did Ogres. well at Lone Wolf. I was curious it did. how it did in this uh, You know, okay, I'm going to ask you guys this. Is, is uh, mid-table superstars. That's what I'm talking about. Middling mid-tables. So the, the, the topic that I need you to pontificate on is... Scorch Wings. In this room, I would argue, this room being the Masters, uh, I would argue that Scorch Wings, from a balanced perspective, they're not, they're good. They're not necessarily, they're not necessarily winning and dominating, right? Like, but they're, they're a great tool. On the middle tables, they dominate. Well, that, that's where I'm going, right? And, and then Jeremy's and point was, sometimes thing. it's not about the balance, it's about if it's un, unfun to play, then maybe you, you, you fix it. It doesn't matter that it's balanced from at the top table level, but it's unfun. So, I don't know. You start us off. What are your thoughts on Scorch Wings? I'm still learning to deal with them flying and shooting in general as we play a lot. You have Scorch mm-hmm. Wings. I do. I, I struggle with balancing the game for the mid-tier players, the entry-level guys that are learning the game versus right. balancing for these top-tier players. Right. These top-tier players are so experienced with the positioning and maneuvering, they can use the terrain to their advantage that brings the Scorch Wings balance back into, into the realm of correct. When you get on the middle tables that don't know how to deal with it, they like fly 10, shoot whatever. I don't know how to hide for it. I'm just going to charge it. And they get shot off the table. So I think it's a balancing issue between the experienced player and the, and the new player. We don't know how to deal with it. Absolutely. And do you find them fun to play against? In one or two hordes, I don't mind them. When you start throwing, like your list has what a horde and a, a horde and a regiment. regiment. Usually. No, that's not I, bad. Or maybe a horde and two regiments. I but that, the, I mean, Jeff Radigan's got eight hordes. That level I can deal with as a new player. But when you start putting four or five hordes and you can cover most of the table with shooting threat, right. I struggle to know what to do with it sometimes. Right. What are your thoughts, Mr. New Guy? I, I think they're interesting. So it, they kind of bring in a dichotomy of play that newer players aren't familiar with. And if they are familiar with it, they're not familiar with average gameplay. So, like, if they start in on that, there's a learning curve. Yeah, and so, I've got exposed to a lot of good players early because of our region and the community, so I'm picking yeah. up ways to deal with them. But if you're some guy out in the middle of somewhere learning with a few people that are all learning together, and you come to a place like this with Scarch Rings, you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Right. right. <laughs> no, I 100% agree with that. You have to know how to, how to play against them. Yes. And that's for any mass shooting list. Like, you see um, Jeff O'Neill with his shooting Goblin Army or um, Keith Randall with his shooting Elf Army. Um, all three of those play similarly, it looks like. They're all three somewhat maneuverable. Jeff O'Neill, not as much maneuverable. But, but he's got 40-inch he range from the yeah. corner. Well, he's just okay. le- learned leaning into more of the war engines. Correct. And, and as a new player, if I, if I walk into a tournament, because we play a lot of the same tournaments in the yeah. same region, if I walk in and get matched, the only time I'm going to see Jeff is turn one. Right. If I get matched up to turn one, I'm Jeff, 10-10, draw, or you take the win. Well, I, it's I funny because, you know, it, does it uh, – does it, dissuade you? Like, does it, is it demotivating when you have to play that? If I run across that, I'm not looking forward to the game at all. I just want to get through it. I mean, I brought six war engines against you before. Yeah, probably. but he has six war engines, four bangets. Oh, right. He He's got whole, all the toys. All the toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I see that, I just don't feel like playing the game. Let's get through it so I can play the next guy. Right. And right. start the Brian bounce, as I say. Lose the Brian bounce. We need to get you a shirt. 
Sounds like something you can rent. I've literally done that the last Sounds like an inflatable thing you can rent for your kids. the last three tournaments. Birthday party. Last three tournaments. Lost two, sunk to the bottom, and won my next three. It's the Brian Bounce. Brian Bounce. I've played ten tournament games now. It's not bragging. And I've comes the humble uh, brag. Six of them were against brawlers. <laughs> oh, well, that goes to show you we're, we're his record. Well, that's not why as impressive as he thinks, because all okay. the brawlers are a bunch of middle tier guys anyway. Well, except for Dan. So <laughs> Dan's Dan. not trying this weekend. No, Dan's playing some tried realm stuff. Exactly right. He's just, speaking of Dan. Speaking of Dan, hot Dan. We used to call him Mississippi Mudslide. So yeah. So now I don't know if I'm as impressed with your record in your first two tournaments now. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that being said, I think things like large cav, or sorry, large, uh, yeah, large cavalry, need to be rule of three or something similar. Um, but even three hordes is hard to deal with. Hard to deal with. Um, well, yeah, they've they've tried to use like the spamming situation. A couple ways they've tried it. Number one, maybe make them a regular, right? So that they have to be unlocked. Make them so they don't unlock, but maybe that's not sufficient. Maybe not there's enough. something We're else still in addition. Spamming. I think we should go with the rule. Just do something like the rule of three, Lula two, rule of something. No, no. Some right. way to the rule of two, the, cool. Yeah, bring that. Bring down the skew. You know what? Bring should we have three. like? I hate to say this, but should we have like two sets of comp? Like it's like okay, this is like the restrained, like the tier one. I don't like two rule sets. I like okay. One. From a, all right. Okay. Because if you because if because as a, a player coming up, if I get better. And I'm starting to win. But what I'm, I'm, what I'm saying though is, if you take if you take the you put the train wheels on, would it be more less interesting in this room if they they have that? Like, because I mean, I, somebody brings eight hordes of scorch wings. I mean, it's, I don't know if in this room for eight hordes of scorch wings is as big of an advantage as it is in that room. Right, but my point is, you wouldn't be able to bring it in this room, and so does it make everything samey samey? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. So you know, it would be an interesting fix. Uh, I know they've probably already come up with a fix for it already. Yeah, it's coming um, probably. Um, cock. If with the meta currently being like lots of flying large cav or just large cat, large cav in general, mm -hmm. just making large cav be one of the unit types that has to be unlocked. Just not irregular, but just make it have to be unlocked. Well, it does have to be unlocked. They so if it's a regular, you have you treat it like a troop. I, th I think the better answer is. It should count as multiple troops or something. Like you know, the size of the you unit. Need multiple, you need multiple. Because right now, if you take so in that Jeff Radigan list, you take two hordes of centaur and you can unlock one, four, and four. You can unlock eight hordes because each one of those is considered a troop. And a regular unit to unlock is considered one troop. Yeah, it's interesting because I run into those lists and it's a challenge, and I don't know how to fix it yet. Because I'm not a huge fan of divergent rule sets for different. Because as you people get better and move into the higher tiers, right. the rules shouldn't change. In my yeah, opinion. yeah, yeah, it should be consistent. So I don't know how to split it. It's it's a challenge. We just need more restraint. We need more people <laughs> not skewing. Right. Well, the thing is, like I said, up here it it's, doesn't look like it's an issue. I mean, it might still if be on fun. They don't have a ton of skew in this room. They're fun. Uh, they know how to handle. I mean, there are people in here. That have a lot, I'm not gonna call anybody out, but there's yeah. people in here that have a lot of scorch wings yes. and are not doing very well. Yeah, because this room knows how to handle it. Right, 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 right. Interesting. Yeah, it's fine. We're joined by Mark Davis. How are you doing, Mark? How how was your weekend? There should be another set of headset. <laughs> I am. Oh, you know what? Those are right. yours. And I stole the wrong. You know what? There you know, you go. Sorry if they're a little sweaty. <laughs> oh no, Brian, you <laughs> sweated them up. Oh, it's oh good Brian sweat. sweated them up. Some yeah. good. Brian so, ball, Mark, man. what are you playing this weekend? Or what did you play this weekend? I played a uh, pretty balanced Basilane list. That's awesome. It was fun. And how'd you do? Three and two. 
Fantastic. This is not your first best of the rest, is it? This is my first best. But not of your the rest. first. Do you go to Bug Eater? I go to Bug Eater, and March Hare. March Hare. It's all the Omaha and, stuff. And we host in Lincoln from time to time. Yeah. Small now, ones. You're from Lincoln, so yep. what, hour and a half, hour away? 45 minutes. Oh, 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm very jealous <laughs> to of drive home. To get to my house. Is, I, went, I, I drove. I thought I was going to be late today because we got hammered with rain, and I you, you thought got, I was going to die. Oh, you being beckoned. Being beckoned. That was quick. Awesome. <laughs> Bye, man. And there he goes. <laughs> that Just that fast. He'll come back, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. We'll talk soon. I, I kind of wish I was on streams at some point this weekend. I never made it. And there's some cool people here that I have never met before. Jeremy Altman was one of them. Yeah. I mean, he just signed up out of the blue, right? I don't know how he heard about it, but he was one of the very first sign-ups on my list. He's the boy from South Dakota, right? Yeah, Rapid City. Yeah. I made the mistake. Uh, I thought it was in North Dakota, but there's a difference. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it's all drive-by. Ouch. That's home. We're joined by the Grand Poobah, Adam Ballard. His, I don't know, what's your official title, Travis? I'm the cowboy. Come on, that's what you gave me. That's true. The you are the wheat and that cowboy. Mr. Shredded Wheats. The Mr. Yeah, <laughs> that's mean, true, too. On. And we're joined by his brother. Introduce yourself to the Countercharge audience. What's up? I'm Lucas. What's <laughs> up? I'm Lucas. <laughs> yeah, how'd, you, how'd your day go today? I lost again. 5-0? and 0-5? Oh? <laughs> yeah. 0-5. But you know what? Your brother, your brother explained you just don't play enough games. Yeah, he does. And he gives me crappy lists, and it's all his fault. Well, I noticed <laughs> he didn't give you any sharpshooters. I was like, who plays dwarves without any sharpshooters? <laughs> I like, what the heck? I just have to lift, laugh at the fact that Lucas says he gives you crappy lists because whenever Lucas is, like, interested in going to an event with us, we get, like, a dozen lists a day from him, and they're not, like, the same army. There's, like, Sylvankin, and then, ah, I, I, I try Brother Mark now, and I'll, now it's Dwarves, Undead, now and then, like, three iterations of Undead, and then, no, nah, I think I'm going back to the Dwarves. <laughs> Without Absolutely. ever playing a game. Yeah, he hasn't played a single awesome. game. And then it's usually like 300 points of magic items. And it's like, <laughs> that, no, this is not how it's done. That's awesome. How's the weekend, guys? Let's start with Travis. I know you got Adam's opinion. How'd the weekend go, man? It's almost over. We're in the round six of U.S. Masters here. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's going all right. We had some hiccups. but With the software. I mean, yeah. You know, that's, that was on us. Uh, but it's right, though. And That's the thing. Yeah. The, the, sta- the 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 rankings and the ma- and the, I mean, the matchups are correct. We took the time to make sure that everything was right, and we didn't miss mess up something uh, worse. So I think that's more important. I know we're about like a little behind on the games and stuff, but I think most people are staying to hang out anyways. Right. And no one cares and about no Keith Randall. No one cares honest. about Keith. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keith's like uh, yeah. delayed by thirty minutes, so, so I think he's good. Okay, great. So it's already back. <laughs> First time somebody's rejoiced for a delay. Exactly. <laughs> How's your, what's your opinion on the weekend, Mr. Ballard? I think it's overall uh, a success. Um, you know, as the uh, organizers, you know, when, when we're running behind and it's our fault, we're, uh, you know, we're stressing out about that. We're, we're not happy because, it you know, it, it falls. You all can't go to a tournament where we get you out of there by 2 o'clock. Right. Yeah. Get you home. But, you this know, is a different. This is but this is a different scale of a tournament, right? It's yeah. not a normal tournament, right? There's 110 players here in two rooms, yeah. and you're feeding them. And there's there's a lot of extra stuff that normal events don't have. Right. I mean, overall, I'd say in general, happy. Uh, the uh, the couple of things that we want to, you know, we would want to mulligan on. Uh, I think if we did it over again, we would make sure uh, some of those things don't happen. Obviously, but you know, stuff. 
it is stuff it happens, is. and then it's all about how you react to it versus you know preventing it in the first. How place. exciting! There's a couple questions I want to ask you guys because you've been to every Masters. Yep. Right. It was you and Trap. Did you make? You didn't make New York, or did you make New York? I made everyone but this last. Oh, you didn't go to Seattle, Seattle. because okay. of the baby. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Otherwise, Adam and I had been to everyone of the Masters. But you, you guys might remember. Mm-hmm. Back in Nashville, yep. Pacific Northwest had like, do they have anybody? It might have been a complete Merc team, or maybe one or two people. Mountain it might have been you and yeah. JP Four. and yep. Tra- Travis and James Valdez, right? Yeah. And the role reversal, they had a full team in Pacific Northwest. They had drops. They filled from the drops. And they had people in in the other room, right? Like they mm-hmm. they are in West Coast, the same thing. So it's nice to see the the, the regions that historically, you know way in the past has struggled to get people to come like they're they're rocking and rolling yeah absolutely yeah just this year the northeast uh due to a couple of last minute flight cancellations needed uh, a couple of mercs and then the mid-atlantic uh had had a little bit of struggle filling their team but uh i mean i finally got to look a little bit at some numbers and it looks like mid-atlantic the the core mid-atlantic group has been doing really well uh up to this round so up until oh because you don't know that obviously this round obviously yeah yeah how exciting though we have trident realms against night stalkers that top table yeah yeah and you know we had luke frazier on earlier and he's like you know last year he didn't have necessarily a great run right in seattle i don't know where he finished but it wasn't maybe, maybe middle of the pack and for him to be five and zero, and Nathan to be five, five Nathan doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he no. was there last year. He was there at the top table last year. So you know they said that they nerfed Night Stalkers. They did. Huh. He doesn't they have didn't nerf Nathan, that blows though. up two regiments of Huskarls in two turns. <laughs> so his <laughs> they, army got nerfed. Absolutely. They, they can nerf Night Stalkers, but they can't nerf Nathan yep. Carpenter. That's well. That that's where I'm getting at. at. The end of the day, it does you know the army list is one thing, but it really always will fall back in this room mm-hmm. to player skill. Yeah. yeah, especially in the matchups. I mean, I know so there were some top notch players that had to face off early on. Oh yeah, with some lists and stuff on some. Rough what were some area, of the games so. that you guys remember? You're like, oh man, that was a great game. Well. One of the narratives that I uh, was really interested in was Jeff Shulkin's day one. He had to play the the the, the, the killer of the the bane of the South. That's right. He's he's taken that title from me. You know that uh, that day one is probably the hardest day one anyone could have imagined from a single region, and he walked away the winner of every single game, and each one just you know a, a scrap to the end. So. Uh, that in itself was a feat, um, and you know he's he's sitting up there. I think he's on the third from yeah, the top table, table right now. Who's gonna win it? What's your prediction? I mean, you got you can't make one because you're the TL, maybe. But what do you think? I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't. I've, have you guys been following the game with Nathan and? I have not. No. And they're bouncing back between Marcelo and Jeff Radigan. Yeah. So so Jeff did Jeff make a bounce back after because he lost to Shilkin right in game three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he was able to get a couple wins, and I think one of them being a, a pretty significant win. Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember. He played Mark Cox uh-huh. the game before this and oh. had a big win to bounce back up. So. Yeah, so, you know, pretty sure. his own teammate was like, here, use <laughs> <Yeah>. me, <laughs> step ladder. 
Right. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, because you should mention we should mention that the uh, club or the regional community ended after four, right? Correct. Yeah. So we have the last two rounds. That's the joke in the southeast that we in round five they they all knock each other out. They yeah. did it the first year, right? Mm-hmm. They knocked each other out. How's uh you know who is in top right now? Is it Luke is number one or is it uh, Nathan's number one? Luke, uh, Luke and Nathan, I think. They might be like within a point or two. Okay, so it's really whoever wins that game has got a shot. Right. If there's a winner, and but I, what if there's a draw? I mean, I mean, you never know. I, I mean, those other two tables below them are, are right there within that game if they max out. And who's is it, who's the second table? So that's Marcelo and uh, Radigan. How did Jeff O'Neill do? And he was undefeated. What happened to him? He his wheels. He had, I know day one he had a, a lot of minor wins. Okay. Yeah, he barely so squeaked by Devlin was, in game one. Yeah, oh my Devlin gosh. almost. I mean, if Devlin went turn seven, I think it was he had he would have beaten. Yeah, tied he was telling me he's like he had a chance to win. Yeah. Otherwise, it was pretty much a guaranteed draw. So interesting. He's pulling up the you pulling up the stats. Yeah, I'm trying to find that's the exact number. So let's go back over to Lucas, not Lucas. Yeah. Oh, it is right. Lucas. There's two Lucases here. Yep. Lucas, guitar. Yep. Who I played. He is man. What a cool guy. And he camped. Who comes to Omaha and camps? That's cool, man. In July. In July. <laughs> and they didn't have any... Well, yeah, I'll let him tell it. He, he already told it on the, the stream. <laughs> so how was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. Fun. You didn't get beat up enough that you don't want to come back? No. No. That's... Something about the Tims. We won't ever stop. So. Or the trims. Just depends on who yeah. you ask. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. What are you gonna? You you said you don't paint armies. You don't want to paint. Not yet. You're gonna three D start being their three D printer dealer or what? I gotta fight Tim for that. But uh, are you the three D printer dealer? No, not him. He's, oh, he's computer. Illiterate. Oh, Tim. 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 Duh. Lonis, Tim. Tim Lonis, who prints all the armies. Yeah, we got we got our plastic crack dealer here in town. Yeah, we got plenty of. <laughs> and Billy. Billy's been three D printing now. Exactly. How's Billy doing this weekend? Yeah. Oh, he's doing. He's, <laughs> I think he might. I think he might be three and two now. Is he now three and two? He had a rough day one. Did he? He yeah. was. He was I, one. And I know two, he I think. won his uh, round five. One I know one. he run his round two, but I'm. I, I think he had a couple losses in there. So and yeah. what? When does this round end? So this is four thirty now. What do we got to? So we're probably looking closer to six. Probably just after six. For, um, for to have the winner. Yeah. Well, to have the, the the game end. Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, ceremony like six thirty probably. Uh, we're we're hoping, but uh, you know, expectation wise, I'm probably thinking just a little bit after that. Um, there are a couple of uh, hand calculations that need to be done, like a to, favorite player, yeah, armies, sports, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we want to we want to just make sure. That Too bad you didn't use the software. <laughs> what? There's software. <laughs> There's software. I don't know. In my tournament, like it worked glor. I mean, yeah. and yeah. it was working Friday night. Yeah, I mean, we had it all good. There was one little. I'm just busting your balls. I'm not gonna thing. Put this in. <laughs> one unforeseen thing when we transferred over the test uh, test rounds is. Yeah, it, 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 set, it sent different address for the locations. Basically, Tim Tim would be able to explain better, but it was. Hey, as long as he knows was, what to do yeah. to fix it. Yeah. Basically, us testing the event beforehand mm-hmm. led to the problems we're having now. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. right <laughs> because right. we actually tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did pull up the absolutely. Let's too, talk about so. that. Uh, Luke and Nathan are perfectly tied at 84 points. Ooh. So, so it's like they both got to go for it. They right? got to right. go for it, yeah. And then because 
Radigan is in third behind them. By How does Radigan be in third with, with? He's 76, so he's a significant amount behind. So 76 is 84. It's, it's uh, so yeah. Yeah. Even if if Radigan gets a a 21, that would put him at a max of 97. Uh, and then I guess it's possible for a 10-10 draw to put them the other guys up to 94. Yep. So it'd be tough, is what you're it, saying. It's unlikely. So it's theoretically the so winner. Are, so in this scenario, is this where Adam goes? I, I need a winning draw here. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I, I mean, me going into San Antonio say I win, I get a small win, and we're good. Yeah. So and did you get the small win? Yeah, but I lost by one point to Keith Conroy. Dallas. That was Dallas, not yeah. or that was Dallas. Sorry, yeah, not yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I interrupted Dallas. your countercharge episode because I heard you won, and I came and uh, yes. gave him a huge hug, and he's like, "No, no, no, man, I don't think I won." I'm like, yeah. "What do you mean?" I, you I was won. pretty certain we were talking about <laughs> it. He's like, "I'm pretty sure I was one point below him because I didn't kill the one unit for the attrition point, mm-hmm. even though I won the game." So. So, and then what's below the, f- the fourth? Uh, so then there's uh, two guys at 75. That's Keith Monick and Marcelo. Keith Rivera. Monick, man. Dude, the dude's got Corsairs. Yeah. And sound Is it's he catching people out or what? It's obviously the greater Keith. I mean. Well, we know that. And the, yeah. the greater, not only the greater Keith in the country, the greater Keith in the southeast. Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> that's amazing. He's, he's got one loss, right? Uh, he yeah. he does yeah everybody everybody in these seventies here mid seventies has at least a loss so. right uh, well you only have two undefeated players now right well Marcelo did he lose or he did lose to Nathan he did lose to Nathan yeah. okay and then he's also got a draw right? um, did he have a draw I uh, thought he had I don't know four wins but I could be wrong uh, anyways we, we have two under only have two undefeated players right now right. that's what's yep. cool about it right when you have sixty four players this is what's supposed to happen yep like. If those two, if one of those knocks each other out, then they're going to be the ch- they should they will be the master. Yep, absolutely. So man, I'm I don't want to root for anybody, but you know Nathan, man, he's <laughs> so many times last year at Adam, I was watching him and watching it slip away, and then because uh, you had a big lead, and I think I think he he sort of had to play up and he had to go for it sure. if he wanted a chance, but yeah. he's so many times, so many he, times, he's been the bridesmaid, exactly. Bridesmaid. Yeah. But I mean, he uh, he obviously know what, knows what he's doing. So absolutely, sometimes it takes just a, a little luck. But at the same time, when you're top table, game six, two years in a row, that says something. Win or lose. Exactly. Now, region wise, what do you think? Can we read the tea leaves? Do we think there's a maybe somebody maybe pulling ahead? I mean, I it's mean, hard to say because all eight people have to count, right? I yeah. I mean, and I, so you, I know trying, after day one, like. Mid Atlantic was looking good. I, they yeah. they had a post where like as a team they were like seventeen seven and three or something right. like, like yeah. they had a they well. And the Southeast may look good at the top, but then they've got a they had a few guys that were dragging them down a little bit. Yeah. So, and then I mean the Mid Atlantic or not Mid Atlantic the the Midwest I think kind of had a lackluster day one even though we talked about Jeff Schultz. She was the shining star. Yeah, there was you know another two wins for for maybe one or two other guys and then it was uh you know not much for the rest so uh, well, t- I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know either. It, it, it's hard to predict, right? Cuz it's so there's 32 games going, yeah. right? And yeah. I mean, we, we read off the top six or so there, and I don't think there was a, a duplicate in a region. There was no, and you got Pacific Northwest and Southeast, and then, and then we had and then Mid-Atlantic Marcello. and South. 
Yeah. So southeast with the monarch, I guess. So yeah, the Heat have so, two. You're right. They'd southeast two. has two in the top six. That's so. great. That's good run for those guys, man. Yo. You know, I said like a long time ago that we have a lot of new faces here, but they're not the same new faces like that showed up for the Nashville Masters. It's not that they're just happy to be here. They maybe in the past just didn't go to enough tournaments to qualify, but they're legitimately really good players. Right. And I think, you know, Dale Motley, right? Oh, That's one, man. right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, he'd never been to one of these before, right? Yeah. I think he might be 4-1 and one right now, too. Or he lost to uh, Nathan, one right? One. Yeah. That's or did he draw to Nathan? I can't remember. I can't remember. No, he had to. Nathan's undefeated, right? Yeah, Nathan's undefeated. So, but, yeah, he's he was one of those mid-Atlantic guys that was undefeated day one, and he had a pretty rough road to get there, too. So, Awesome. Travis, what are your final thoughts here, man? I'm excited. Ah man, I mean, I, you I ready? Know. You ready to go? You ready to go next year and play? I, I mean, uh, let me ask you this: we'll What's see. the impact we'll see. of having the two heavy hitters sitting on the bench? How's the Mountain Team doing? <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> Is Michael Sigler still your best player? Uh, I think well, Sigler has the he's the great, the great hope, right? Might be. I mean, I mean that's Bill, what he told me after the last round. Was it? He's, okay. Was he three, 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 one and one? Okay. Billy might be three, three, three and, and two. two. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how the Oklahoma. Well, I I know how Lance did for first day. So he's well, Lance, Lance, Lance did Lance. Yeah. Hey, Tyler's trying to get that counter charger going though. Yeah, I think I do know that. I mean, they all are. I guess three, one, and one, and three, one, two, one, and one, or something. Yeah, he's yeah. So <laughs> we're living in the middle, mm. right? Unbelievable. Well, guys, I know you got some stuff to do. Yep, yep. So we're looking another hour, hour and a half. We'll get, some, we'll get the round finished up, get some scoring done, and knock out some awesome uh, yep. awards. And then we'll go have some dinner or something, I would assume, tonight. Oh, we have the uh, the room again tonight. Yes. Yeah, we got it. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we I mean, there's going to probably be a little more somber because it's over, right? Some people be tired. tired. And people got to get ready to go first <laughs> thing in the morning, right? Or, you know, when we tell people you got to drink it. <laughs> we don't want to take it home. No. <laughs> well, Travis probably would. Travis, Travis. I mean, certain things. Some things, yeah. <laughs> are, are you a selective drinker? I, I just drink my hard liquor whiskey. Yeah, I don't drink beer. So I don't drink beer. Right? I don't drink beer. I'm like, <laughs> I'll have, I'll have, like, man. By the way, I appreciate the selection of fine beverages. I mean, I don't have to be, it's not highbrow, but I, Captain Morgan's is all right with me. Yeah. Just I throw mean, it in a cup. Co- Costco brand for a bunch of that yep. stuff. And, you just, know, big bottles. Pretty good. Someone wants something special. Did you guys to bring it? And exactly. We'll get you the basics. I mean, at least you got some good drinks. So exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome guys. We'll chat. I'm sure we'll chat tonight. You know, I'm sure we'll have it. Well, we will have a master at some point. And we better. We, we well. So. If we don't, we have a problem. Yeah, you know, you, we need to start like a, a green jacket or something or or, or something. Uh, it was debated on. We did talk uh, about it about a um, like a traveling belt uh, or a, you know a, a championship belt. Like that'd be yeah, cool, like a wrestling belt like or a something. Wrestling yeah. MMA fighter type thing. That'd be pretty but, sweet. Uh, pretty yeah, sweet. Green yeah. jacket would be cool too. I mean, right. but you know, to the next. You know, Masters hosts that. Yeah, what uh, what is this number? What Masters is this number seven? Number seven? should be eight, right? Because of COVID. I think it's is seven. Or I mean, we seven. never missed a year, even with COVID. We still have. Well, I just meant like. So, so we had Nashville, we, we had Nashville, go. Chicago, yep. San Antonio, New York, Dallas, yep. Seattle, and now Omaha. Yep. Seven. So we have Mid Atlantic and West left. So yeah. correct. So that makes sense. The, and ironically, those are the two that were the last hosts of the Warhammer Masters. So it's kind of funny that it worked out, right? Yep. That they, they, you know, North Carolina had, I don't know if they had Mid-Atlantic. I guess it was Mid-Atlantic. But they held the first two, and then the West Coast held it at LVO. So 
Awesome, guys. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Lucas. Rob. Really nice to play. Well, I'm sure we'll play again real soon when you can get the time off and you don't have to fight Billy for it. Yeah. <laughs> Round six, U.S. Masters 2023 Omaha, Nebraska. And we're with Kyle Pretzel Twinkie, or Pretzelinski, as I, I've been told that's actually the correct pronunciation. You know what? It doesn't matter. Just go I, like I, I like Pretzel Twinkie actually quite a bit. It's, it's, it's endearing. Endearing. That's a good word for it. Yeah. All right. Well, how excited are you? We have a top table with Night Stalkers, uh, with, with a known commodity like Nathan Clevenger, who's there several times he's been on the top table of the last round. Absolutely. Against Luke Frazier from the Pacific Northwest. Canadian. Yeah. And he's playing Trident Realms. I mean, is this, is this what's going to happen on Fanatics if, if Luke wins? I know, right? Trident Realms are broken. It's ridiculous. They're overpowered. And, and I mean, nobody is seeing an army like that coming. Because shooting is so prominent. Absolutely. Did he play Jeff at all? Radigan? No, Jeff Radigan went down to uh, Jeff Shilkin. Right, and that that kind of shuffled him back around. Yeah. Okay. Because like that's. But Jeff had a big round against Mark Cox and he's back. He's on table two. Correct. He's like in the third spot. So if if they somehow end in a draw, it'd be tough, man. Even with a draw. It's tough. Yeah. So I mean, really, those guys just need to play, and whoever wins it is probably going to be the U.S. Master. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's great for Trident Realm. I, I think that that's a, an incredibly exciting thing because, I mean, it reminds me of the Herd. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the army that... When Keith Conroy wins yeah, the Herd, yeah. Nobody's really looking at, and, and man, there's, there's some real potential there for, for good Well, stuff. it gets back to its player skill, not Correct. the army list. Correct. Right, and then the right matchups. And just, I mean, this is Dominate, so... I mean, the, the formation for Trident Realm is really good. Too good? The, well, is it, is it, did I hear that? Possibly. Okay, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. Well, uh, what about Scorch Wings? Let's talk about Scorch Wings. Everybody's, so, that's the hotness, the thing. Well, let me just say, we got two rooms, and there's two different opinions. Yep. In the room with the, in the, in the adult room with Scorch Wings, they're good. In the other room, you know, I think the message is, man, they're not fun to play with. Right. And so it's a question of balance versus, well, it may be balanced, but if it's not fun. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it as a professional? Well, I mean, the, the, the two things that people have frequently said are an issue or cause those unfun games are flyers and shooting. And that's exactly what Scorch Wings are. It does both. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those kind of odd ones. It, because I think that the Scorch Wing unit in a vacuum standalone looking at it is, is great. Excellent. They are a wonderful tool in a number of lists when you're taking them in... Just a handful of units, you know, maybe capping out at something like four. It, they're they're fantastic. When you go to the Radigan place of eight hordes, you know that's that's where things start to fall apart a little bit. And that brings up another thought of you know Kings of War in general and it, unlocking and, and just you know list structure and flavor because you know because it's something that we look at for fourth edition. You know, of all the things that you want to change or possibly could fix, the game's in a wonderful spot. People really love the way it, it plays. Andy's sitting there shaking his head at me like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's one of those things where can it be refined more? And if there's one area I think that we definitely are going to look at, it's just that unlock structure, possibly duplicates and spam and that kind of thing. Because when we run into problems and we run into things that people are unhappy with, it's almost always in that line of thought. So if it can be improved, we've got you know two years to, to think about it and look at it. If Scorch Wings, you know, if you tweak them, if, if anything, they maybe just need to be a little bit more expensive. I think that's that's a pretty simple solution. Um, it, it's 
I always go to points. I think points is a good way to do it. But in, in the past, they never did that. Because if you mess with points, you could disrupt lists, so they'd rather change right. stats. So it's, it's kind of changed it's philosophy. Just that 18, you're right, though. The flexibility of an 18-inch shooting range. Yeah. There's some armies that just... Their, their effective range is 17 or less. Right. It's like, oh, I can just keep you at arm's ring. Mm -hmm. And I have the speed to get away from you when mm -hmm. you try to come at me. Right? Back so. up five inches and still shoot, you know? Exactly. That's, that's nuts. Exactly. And, and good unit. I mean, they are 200 points, though. Let's not... Yeah. They're, not they're not cheap. But they... And to be fair, they typically do die. That's yep. why I guess if you have eight of them, it's it's better because you right. lose some, but you still have some left. And, and Jeff had a great counter list to it. You know, it was, it was a, a wonderful... With those ogre sergeants shooting and and lightning bolt availability, the nerve, the defense four and the nerve is not yeah, that high. Yeah, that correct. So, you know, if if you change it, I think some things you could look at are are possibly you know even lowering the defense. Going, I think they were three at one point, weren't they? And they got bumped up. I can't. Anything in the game where you're having that kind of skew, where you're just leaning into one thing. Look, you're talking to the guy who's making six siege breakers. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why I was taking six breakers. Yeah. They were under-costed. Yeah. Right? So now, if you can adjust something with cost, I mean, it's, exactly. a, it's a good thing. You know? or, or you can do a stat change, too, right? If, if you need to. If they go whatever, up, the right, whatever the right fix is. If they go up 15 points, it makes it a lot harder to take eight hordes. Right. Well, that's not... That's multiplied. It, you exactly. Know? It's over 100 points by the way. Yeah. You, it, it fixes a spam issue. So it just it depends on... You look at it, you test it, you see what's right. And uh, they are something I'm sure will get looked at. Absolutely. What other armies have you seen perform here that you're like, huh, that, was there anything that you did, were surprised? I can't say. Other than Trident Realms for being on the top table after five rounds. I mean, that is good. I, I, I don't know his matchups. I'd really like to know exactly what he came across. But uh, we had him on earlier this morning, and, you know, I think he would tell you that he's just playing well, and he's just catching the right breaks when he needs to catch it. Well, but and and, and you you know may, maybe it is some of that I don't know how to play against Trident Realms I haven't played against them forever, you know. I, the last time I played against them I think it was 2018. Right. Seriously. I mean they're not as they're not as popular. Yeah. But you know, little birdie says once they get new models and, and mm -hmm. new updates, sure they're gonna be back on the the buffet. Sure. But right now. Yeah, it's uh it it's interesting to see that I think that the dwarves surprised me, but the dwarves probably showed up to counter what they expected to have you know lots of scorch wings and that sort of thing. The dwarves are doing good, though. I mean, there's yeah. Dale Motley is, is up there, and there's a lot of great dwarf players here. Alex Chavez is playing dwarves. Tom Annis, not so much. You know, it turns out, you know, you take a good list, but, yeah. you, you know, again, it gets to the, the quality of the player, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting words in Kyle's mouth. Yeah. He, he would never fine. disparage a customer, but, you know. And we love Tom, right? And, Tom, you know, Tom, Tom's awesome. I watched a couple of dwarf games and, and asked the players, you know, afterwards. I, I remember talking to Eric and Keith after their game and said, would Ordered March have changed the outcome of this game? And they both were like, absolutely, yes. 100%. It's a great yeah. rule. So it's, you know, some tiny little change can suddenly completely change the landscape of things for people and, and what options they want to take in a list or what faction they want to play. I think we've got a really good Clash of Kings book coming up. It's, you know, I, I say that every year. So, <laughs> you know, take, take the hype man with a grain of salt. But the legitimate work that's been done is thoughtful, thorough, reasonable. You know, it's it's just it's it's a yeah. good book. Fresh eyes. Yeah. Got, got a lot of new RC guys that are fresh and, and uh yeah. inspired. But like I said, the, I feel like the game is in a wonderful state. So it's it, it's getting to a point where you don't want to touch stuff just to touch it. You know, you don't want to mess with things. 
you, we have the ability to do that with the new faction releases where you, you, you know you come and you say here's some cool new things and I know I talked in a, in a prior time that we sat together about the story and the, the direction yeah. of that so yeah, yeah. Uh, that those are fun ways to change the game but you know if, if it's just tweaking things for balance it's not always you know the best thing yeah the other thing that's interesting is we're gonna have a new master from a region that's never won it before regardless We've never had a Pacific Northwest or a Southeast person win it Ooh. well let me back up I'm being presumptuous, right? I'm assuming that one wow, of them is yeah. going to win it. Sure. Right. Because I think I think he's got a nine-point lead on Radigan. They have a nine. Because they're tied. Yeah, they're tied. Four. It's dead even. What What if? Don't say it. I know. So if they tie and like... We've never had just, a draw. And it's just 10-10. And then Jeff gets a big, giant win. Oh. That'd but be, even at that, like, what if what if they they draw and they're still somehow at the top, and we have oh, that's a good question. What a, what's the tiebreaker? I don't know. I didn't ask the TO that. Yeah, I don't know. Because normally you go already, down. We're yeah. talking about battle. There yeah. is no tiebreaker. Normally you go down the list. I guess it would be attrition, attrition, maybe. Yeah, that's. And I don't know who wins. I would assume Nathan. I would assume that, Nathan in that because I mean, uh, Triumph Realms don't kill things. Very it's just well. more defensive versus Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. You got a favorite army? That's here. It was uh, Ben Stoddard's Forces of the Abyss. If it was a player's choice vote, that's the one that I would vote for. I, I, I just thought it was gorgeous. Yes, I'm biased. It's a Mantic army. But he's, he's got these guys walking through a green field where everything's catching on fire around them and there's lighting effects. And I mean, it just looks really good. It, it's very thematic and cool. <laughs> Obviously, a guy, it's a writer. It's in his head. He sees stuff and he brought it to life. And that's, you know, to be commended. And he's a super nice guy. Which helps. Absolutely. He well, really wants to work and try to bring the story of, of the game uh, to the table. Yeah. That's what we're going to do with the narrative thing. We're, we're yes. like, we're, we got Andy. Well, Andy's a power gamer, so he doesn't count, but <laughs> the rest of us, he's shaking his head. I mean, you still have the 40K stink. I'll lose it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How, how different is this, you know, for you? Is this your first, like, big Kings of War event? Yeah, Kings of Memphis was my first one. Okay. Oh, it was only 26 players, right? Yeah, no. and then this. Yeah. So we're, what, almost double that in Best of the Rest? Even? Right. And you didn't make a bonehead mistake like letting the herd flank you? No. Right, on the bottom of six or whatever to lose the game? Where did you end up? Uh, not sure overall. I'm second in battle points right now. Nice. So 4-0-1. Well, his paint sucks, so he's going to be in trouble. <laughs> See, I thought it was good. Well, he didn't paint it, but yeah. Uh, well, let me back up. Let me back up. The, I'm just busting his balls. <laughs> Go ahead, Andy. I painted the army. It's his very, I, very first army he has ever painted in his life. Really? Yes. Wow. I've been wargaming for 20 years, and that's the first one I painted. I'm busting his balls. I'm being dem- demotivating. I'm sorry, Andy. Yeah, I, I didn't paint the display board, but uh, I helped put that one together. So. so I was talking to Matt Carmack last night, and he didn't know whose army it was. He's a big Empire Dust guy, mm-hmm. and and he was Make like, I want to see that one. I want to look at that one up close. Like he was seriously impressed with it. So, well, hopefully yeah. he was one of the paint judges. <laughs> I <laughs> know, <laughs> but well, I mean, all you got to do is chipmunk it and give yourself a th- whatever it was forty, you'd be fine. I did not do that. Oh, you did. You were honest. I was oh, honest. great. Good for you. Tried to be anyway. I am I'm, a bit biased. I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited for this narrative thing. I want to I mean, be involved with it. Like, I know I, we're, we're gonna we're gonna like figure it out. We're, as soon as this is over, it's not, right. We're gonna switch off. I mean, we're basically. I'm 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 kind of done with tournaments. Like I'm just ready to move on, do something different. Yeah, it's like beating each other up all the time. I'm <laughs> not telling the story. Right. I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. There's more you can do with the game besides just 
just the competitive side, which nothing wrong with that, but yeah. there's more. There's more there. What what emotionally pulls you into a world, a setting? It's 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 it evolves around the story, and you know, for Kings of War, I think for years it's been what pulls you in and gets you invested is the people, which is an excellent. Well, it's community for yeah. sure. Is a gateway drug, right? Excellent sales yeah. pitch. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's. I was asked what my favorite Kings of War events were last night. Yeah. And. I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, Masters is my favorite event. Because, Everybody's here. Yeah, it's 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 the people that I want to see the most, and I've known for the longest time, and that's a, that's a wonderful thing. You know, it's just it's getting together with friends and, and hanging out and celebrating something that we all love. What's on your docket for the rest of the day? You're going to hang out? Yeah, I'm going to hang out tonight. Uh, would love to get some dinner. I you, I'm going to I'm going to make a a negative comment here, but every time I've been to Omaha, I've yet to find food that I enjoy. Wow. I know. Are you just that picky? I don't know. It's I didn't just, think Western had the, that kind of food. You know, something about the flavor profiles is that, not. That, uh, Western, we like, the, we like Western the dirty, Ohio, dirty stuff. You know what I mean? Like get it, get it, okay. get it yummy and dirty and high fat content. And it's too healthy here. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. It's just I, something about like I, I got the uh, fried cheese curds last night, and I don't know. They were just sticky and stringy, and I didn't okay. want good. Yeah, nasty. No worries, man. Well, we'll catch up. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, appreciate it. 0 and 5. Don't care about 0 and 5, John. Great time. Great time. Two days, 0 and 5. I swear I read my list at least twice. I had three mop pup launchers, and I forgot they had blast all five games. How the <laughs> You got another goblin player who just sat down. He's probably like, blast. You don't even have blast. I just D3 forgot. plus one, right? No, no. On, oh, mop up lunch. Mop up D3. Yeah, yeah, nobody D3. takes them, so nobody knew, so nobody reminded me. So that, that's okay. Yeah, honestly, in our game, I didn't even know because I don't use them. So nobody exactly. Uses them. Nobody uses them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, three is too many. I learned that. But three is way too many if you forget they have blast. So then your chip damage is even less chip damage than usual. So that was just that was a bummer. <laughs> We're joined by Rick Hoy, the Bayou Battles captain, yes. and Tristan. What was your last name, Tristan? Glidden. Tristan Glidden. And a disciple of Dustin, but are you gonna make? Do, do they cut your card if you don't do good enough? How does this work? Do they sure eat have the to walk home? Have to walk home. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend, Rick? Mine was pretty good. I finished three and two, so I can't. Pretty complain. solid. Pretty I can't solid. Complain too much, but then again, you know, all the heavy hitters were in the other room, so. <laughs> I went four and one, and I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't have to play uh, Corey Reynolds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, so. Exactly. Over to you, Tristan. We, we were dying to hear, man. How did you do? Went two and three, so I'm a disappointment of Dustin this weekend. A distant. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yep. The acronym works multiple ways. Yep. 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 A lot of a lot of tough. What would you change in the list? Is there anything that you're like, oh, I wish I would have done this differently with the list and had? Was there tools you were missing? I tried out Dragon Charge Shield on a Horde of Spearmen, and I really only used it once this weekend. And you were playing I, Empire of Dust. I was playing Empire. Okay. Of Dust. How are you using it? Uh, typically, what I would do is I would uh, move it up the first turn, and then turn two, I would halt and surge it, and you get the with the uh, casket of the damned, you get the extra six. Right, you could um, pop your dragon charge shield and then surge. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what right. I was doing. So that's yep. good. You're you're using it right. Yep, yep. It really didn't matter the one time I did use it, but yeah. Who'd you play? Uh, if you could remember, it was Larry. Larry Essick from Essick. Georgia. Yep. You got yeah. it. Yep. Was he? What was he playing? He was playing orcs. He had a bunch of morax and a bunch of. Oh, shots. awesome! Yeah. Did you beat him? Yeah. He only had a uh, uh, a credger left. So you board. beat him bad. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it was a twenty. So that must have been like an uplifting thing. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm all right, Justin. 
come come to me. Dustin. When I win, I win hard. But other than that, it was it was tough. And then what was your next game? After him, I played uh, Dan over in uh, Southeast. He had the Trident Realm. Dan Kamek. Yep. Very good player. Yep. Won the Hillbilly one year, so that's all you got to know. Back some memories. That, that was yeah. a long time ago. Exactly. And he was like 16 when he did it. Wow. I only, but, I only made it to, to uh, the Hillbilly once. It, I never made it ever. It's a pilgrimage that everybody... I, I wish, you know, they bring it up to me every so often. The old guard like, well, you never made it to Hillbilly. I was like, well, I wasn't really playing back then, but yeah. So that was game two. So you're one on one? Uh, so that that was actually games uh, four and five. Four and five. We're working yeah. about reverse order. Yeah, we're going yeah. reverse order. Okay, fair, fair enough. Uh, uh, game one, I don't remember his name, but he was playing the uh, the ogres list where you get the four warlocks and the the three sergeants with crossbows. That was a pretty tough list. I was clawing it out, but he got a lucky pop on my showbik, and that kind of just ended the game for me right there. What about the other two games on Saturday? Uh, I played, um, I don't remember his name either. He's one of the younger guys. I think he's the son of somebody that plays here regularly. Um, he's playing uh, Night Stalkers. Was it T3? Yeah, T3, yeah. Tim Lonis' son. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I so played you, That was your second win? Yeah, that was, uh, I tabled him. Yeah. Um, I don't think he plays very much, but he's a yeah. super fun guy to play. Yeah, he was he was really good, really, really good kid. Yeah. Yep. And then what was the last game? On, uh, on that was um, uh, Matt Temple in his uh, uh, Goblin How, shooting. Right, so let's talk about that because I played Matt Gam- Temple in the last round, and we probably had different experiences. So let's let's dive interesting. How did the game go? Uh, it wasn't too bad, honestly. My uh, uh, my Soul Snare was picking up a War Trombone or a Bang it pretty much every turn from right. turn one. Uh, but his uh, his shooting was great. He was able to punk off Shobik in one turn. He was and uh, with the the catapults. With the catapults, and he threw uh, oh. I think two bangets and a winged in there. Uh, so it was a small loss, big loss. Uh, it was uh, it was actually a win on six, roll for oh, seven, no. and oh, I lost on worst. seven. Yeah, on turn seven, he was able to shoot off my monolith, holding a two point uh, token. So first time ever, I've tabled goblins with Shalomir. I've never tabled goblins, and just just went poorly for him. That's the best way I can say it. Everything he needed didn't happen, and it just snowballed. Sounds like he had an opposite experience with you. Yeah, Take no. it, he was picking stuff off. Yeah, uh, picking a little bit of stuff off. It wasn't wasn't too too bad. I think in the end he only had his three uh, uh, his three catapults left and two rabble, and that that was pretty much it. Uh, I just wasn't holding any tokens at the end. Right, so. it was plunder, right? I believe so. Yeah. So the two two yep. one one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, that one. So that's I mean, yeah. If he's yep. got the tokens, then that's yep. all you. Really yeah, his do. two rabble that were left were over in the corner, way away, and I couldn't get to him. Uh, and then the ones that we were fighting over, uh, he just happened to punk them off, and I couldn't have anything come and grab. So I noticed if you're a disciple, Dustin, is it required that you have to go to the gym too with Dustin? Yep, I actually went to the gym with him yesterday, and I'm still sore from it. I, I almost puked. I saw <laughs> you on the treadmill. I was like, wow, that is commitment. Yeah. Is that a requirement, or are you just no? You're just, you're just trying to like, there's a bunch of disciples. You just want to be the chosen one. <laughs> no, nothing like that. I just I just hadn't taken care of my fitness for a long time, and I wanted to get that sorted out. And awesome. he, well, he, he can definitely a, sort you yeah, out. Yeah, he's a, he's a great resource. For for helping me out with that kind of stuff. Abusing yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rick, we got Bayou Battles coming up again yes. sometime, right? Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so we're, uh, Bayou's coming up in January this year. So we Give us a skinny of what's going on with the schedule because it sounds like some, you guys you guys have behind the scenes smartly moved some stuff around to make it so we're not you're not overlapping on things. Yeah, so with the, with the South Region because we have, you know, five or six events going on, uh, this past year, we had both of the tournaments in Arkansas, uh, uh, Shiloh Slaughter and King of the Monsters, back-to-back in January and February. And so uh, the King of the Monsters actually wanted to move out of January because it's really close to... Uh, it's also winter in Arkansas, which is not well, always a good time of year. A little, a little bit, yeah, but it's also close to the uh, Kings of Winter. 
and Shiloh Slaughter. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's right. It's in between them. Yeah. So so you know, and we wanted to find a good spot in the schedule because we wanted to. We were traditionally way back in the day, back in August. But with Masters kind of in the summertime, it was really hard to kind of plan around because you never knew when mm -hmm. that was going to be. And it was really hard because a lot of people put a lot of effort in getting into Masters and then they just need a break or they just can't do back-to-back -back tournaments. Um, so we moved around a little bit and so we decided to get into to January, which is actually a mm -hmm. much better time to be coming to Houston. Um, and I, look, I've been to Houston once, and I think I melted as soon as I got the airplane. Yeah, I'm, I'm dreading going back because it's it's like 95 plus. Right, it's so nice humidity. up here. Yeah. I know they're complaining about the humidity. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Humidity? Yeah, what's that? Um, yeah, so we're going into January the 19th through the 21st. Um, and this is actually going to be the 20th Bayou Battles. Ooh, that's exciting. So it's a nice big... You got something you know, planned special? Yes, we're giving everybody a commemorative pint glass to go with it. So we did this fitting, for a number of fitting years. Fitting for Texas, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're, uh, we're going to give everybody one of those. We're going to continue with the, uh, the World Cup style format, which yeah. everybody has had a lot of fun with in the past. Um, so for people who aren't familiar with it, it's, you know, you get grouped into a pool of four players. Right. And so you will play the other three people in your group um, and the top two finishers in advance to their own tournament. The bottom two people in each group then advance to their I own I love it, dude. It's like a, it's the soccer thing, right? It is. So it's just like the World Cup. Group you, play. You know, you, if you finish in the top two, you advance to the single elimination. Although once you advance out of the, the group stage... Um, so with 32 people, you'd have a 16-player tournament for just the... Right, and then there's the still something team. for the other people to play for. Exactly. So if your dice just totally crap on you your first three games, you still have some prizes to play for. Absolutely. Winning, winning out of the, the lower bracket. Um, so it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of people who've kind of been intrigued by the format but just haven't had a chance to... This might be it. You know, whenever you move it to from the summertime... To, to January, you may have an opportunity now that maybe you'll get some people that couldn't come. You know, summertime is always difficult with family vacations and, and the like, and yeah. you know, try a different time of the year. Yeah, and you get Tristan there. I'll be there. I'm already signed up. Yep. Now, do you live in Houston? Uh, yeah, just outside of Houston. Yeah, out in the Boondocks. Yep. by the Struggle Shack. Yep. 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 I, I like that you guys actually have Struggle Shack shirts, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go with a brand, go all in. Yeah. These were uh, uh, sometime last year. I think we got them. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Amazing. Dustin has always had the idea to do this. Now, are you you're older though, right? Like you've been playing probably longer than he has. Um, yeah, it's I'm um, been playing probably almost as old as he. Well, that's is. what I'm saying. Like if Dustin, you've been playing before Dustin, probably. Yeah, so so Dustin start came to Texas about what 12 years ago, 2010, okay. something like that. Um, but yeah, I I actually played in the very first Bayou Battles 20 years ago, and then I started helping out. You know, the the next year, um, kind of helping to to run things behind the scenes. Um, so yeah, I've been playing for 20, 21 years now. My very first miniature game was Blood Bowl back in like oh my gosh, I was back in college and there was a, a guy who had the, the the orcs versus humans starter set, and so we had a little league that we set up and going. And then I got out of gaming uh, after that, and then I picked it back up when I moved to Houston in two thousand and that's uh, awesome two thousand and two, and so. Uh, I've been I've been playing and addicted ever since. It's a it's a, got you into it. Honestly, uh, Total War Warhammer, the video game on PC. Yeah, uh, that got me into it. I looked up like Age of Sigmar, all that fun stuff. Right when I moved to Texas back in 2020. Um, Where are you from it. originally? Uh, I'm from Northern Maine. I lived on the Canadian border. Holy crap! Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I came down to Texas, tried out the tabletop scene, realized I didn't really like GW's game system, yeah. and found Kings. Uh, a few months later, I went to my first GT. That was uh, uh, a Dojo GT 2021. Met Dustin, and then I just happened to move. Dustin near him. said, "Come here, son." Yep, pretty much. Yeah, I, I got about 20 I got, minutes down the come road. Come under my wing. Yep, yep. 
you are know. you the favorite son? Are you the chosen one? I'm the uh, I'm the rookie. I'm his uh, uh, kind of his padawan. You know, he's training me up. Uh, Dude, I made I mean, the mistake pounded by Dustin's going to be a good thing long term. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've made the mistake of telling him that I wanted to get better, and he's like, "All right, well, you're going to get better." But it helps when you live 20 minutes away and can get in two to three games every week. Oh, right. Unlike you, other side of Houston. Well, I'm about at 50 to an hour away. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit harder for me to get over there. But still, I've played more games against Dustin in the last year and a half than I probably have played in the previous Right, years right, right. Mind. So what else on the docket for Bayou? But is there going to be other systems there? Or is it going to be Kings of War exclusive? No, it's just going to be exclusively Kings of War. Wow. We had run in the past uh, bolt action as mm-hmm. well. Um but when we did that, I kind of ran the bolt action side, and I had somebody else help out with the, the Kings of War side. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Jeff Daniels retired from Minute- I was going to ask you where Hobo Golf Jeff Daniels is, man. Yeah, he just he, retired. Well, he plays a lot of uh, Song of Ice and Fire these days. Okay. So that's that's kind of his his system. He kind of likes that better than Kings. And yeah. So there's a, a group up on the north side of Houston that he plays with. Um, so, yeah, he and, and plus he and his son decided they were going to do a bunch of uh, uh, hiking. So they've hiked parts of the Appalachian Trail and stuff like that in the summer. So that's cool. Time to kind of help out with. Bobby. I get it. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of capstone us off. How would your weekend go? I mean, I know we talked about on the table, but just in general, is this your I mean, you go to all the Texas tournaments, right? You've been to all the Texas like. Yep, Vol- I think Wolf I've been to Alamo and Bayou and Dojo. The only ones I missed uh, last year was kind of my first. Uh, run of the uh, all the tournaments. The only right. ones I missed, I think, were Kings of the Monsters and then Shiloh got canceled. King of Monsters is great. It's yeah. fun. And it'll be good that it's moving. That'll help as well. Um, maybe we'll get some other people. Wintertime, you never know, right? That that Mid-South area can be kind of treacherous. So Yeah, and it, it's one of those weird things with Arkansas because it's it's closer to you guys there yeah. in Memphis than it is for us in Houston. So it's funny. It's, like it's, that. it's only two and a half hours for us. Yeah, it's, it's like... Six, seven, I don't know. Well, Houston's probably... Yeah, it's a good nine-hour drive for me because it takes a while to get to, to Little Rock, and it's a little... I mean, we had it in Tex- yeah. they had it in Texarkana the one year, uh, and then it's moved a couple hours even farther, so... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little remote in the corner of... Uh, exactly. But, you know, I'd love to get to it one time. You know, as a TO, I want to get to as many other... Well, you got to, right? That's how you get people to come to your tournament. You go to their tournaments, and there's reciprocity, and they're like, hey, I, I meet you, I like you, and, and you, you, you know... That's how it works. But the one thing that's good is one of my sons is really getting into the tournament scene now, and he wants to go to as many tournaments as he can. That's, so that's good. That's going to be a nice incentive because I have, you know, he's like, hey, Dad, let's go. Come on. So it'll be an incentive to, like, paint some new armies, get some, yeah, get on the table more. What about you? What's on your plan for this year? You got any more? You talked about some of the tournaments. When are you going to leave Texas? I love Texas. I bought a home. Well, I, mean, I didn't mean leave, like, move, play outside of Texas. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a hard one, you know. I'm still in my 20s, so monies can be a little difficult at times, but uh, I'm already signed up and paid for Dojo. Uh, uh, I'll be hard-pressed to Bison Brawl? Uh, I, don't, I probably won't make Bison Brawl yeah. uh, unless they really pull my leg about it. Um, which They're probably going to pull your leg, probably, and hopefully he doesn't pull it out. Dustin's well. definitely going to try and pressure me into it. Uh, uh, I'm definitely going to go to Alamo, and then I'll, of course, I might go to the Naughty or Nice tournament if they do that again. That's the, the one up, the, the kind of a replacement for the Jeff Swan, for Jeff Swan's yep. tournament yep. by Mark Cox. Doubles yep. tournament up there. Yeah, yep. I love doubles tournaments. They're yep. cool. And Rick, what's on your docket for the rest of the year? Uh, well, I got some travel for work, so I'm trying to schedule some things around that. So, you know, I'm hoping to get to Dojo. Yeah. Um, I'm, def- I'm, I'm the only person who has never missed an Alamo tournament. Oh, so don't, def- don't start this year. I'm definitely going to that. Well, I'm it, w- it was really touch and go there for a while because the two weekends that uh, Ryan Smith had thought of for Alamo, um, one was the first weekend in November and the other one was my wife's birthday weekend. The one's good. And so he picked the correct one so I good. could go this year. Um, so I'm definitely going to those. Um, 
and, and then it's just going to be whatever you know work decides for me after that. Um, Bayou Baz is the same venue that you guys had last year? Yeah, so it's right there by the airport, which is nice. So if people want to fly in, there's a free shuttle from the airport to the hotel. So it's a one-stop shop. You know, Huge airport. Lots of flights. Yeah, just make sure that if you want to come, um, make sure you pick the right airport because there's two in Houston. So you want to go to IAH, which is the Bush Inter- Intercontinental Airport on the north side. Don't go to Hobby. That's where Southwest tends to fly in. 90% of their flights goes into Hobby, but that's on the south side. And that... It's a Don't make way. the mistake of having to drive through Houston. Yes. Because exactly. it'll take you a, a while. Yeah, especially on a Friday night if you're trying to come up to the venue. Yeah, good luck. Oh. Well, guys, hopefully you guys had a great weekend. Oh, it's been fun. You know, I, I've been wanting to get to, to one of these Masters or Best of the Rest for a while, and it just worked and out well with the battle bus driving up. Crazy. You got, you got Trident Realms on the top table. It's going to be a new region that's going to win the Masters because either uh, unless something crazy happens, it should be either the Southeast with Nathan Clevenger or Luke Frazier from Pacific Northwest. You know, unless they draw and somehow Jeff Radigan bounces, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a draw. It looks it looks like, well, I'm not going to speculate, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a draw. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, that's the fun thing about tournaments is a, a list that can come out of nowhere. If you get some good matchups, you get some good dice rolls, you know, they're always surprises. There's no list I wonder what try, exactly. I'm thinking of trying rounds like maybe people don't play them as much. It's not know. a bad list. Honestly, like with Ensnare and you get lots of access to Nimble, like you can have some good times. I just played game five against Trident Realm. Who'd you play? Uh, it was Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah, yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. It was, it's, it's definitely a good list. It's, Dan it's surprisingly Ken. grindy. Yeah. Did he, did he, did he give you a hug afterwards? No, 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 no. But, but we were talking, having a good time. He's pretty banned. We, we've played before, so yeah. Where did you play at before? Uh, at the uh, doubles tournament. I gotcha. played him oh, in nice. um, yeah, Devlin. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing with Devlin? Yeah. So who do you like between, between the two? Who's the better player? Am I allowed to say that on? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to bust them. I play with them every week, so I'm going to bust their balls. I'd say Devlin, probably. Really? Yep. yep. That is shocking. Yep. Like somebody <laughs> would say that. Devlin, Devlin. And I, Devlin and I had a mirror match at uh, Lone Wolf this year. Uh, he was playing EOD. I was playing EOD. Uh, he was doing kind of his chariot thing, uh, and he just absolutely kicked my butt. So, That is crazy. Yep. Well, guys, I know we're getting ready to do some awards or something. Thanks for coming. Yep. Thanks Thank for you. having us. All right, well, we're back at, after this U.S. Masters wraps up, and we're with our buddy Jeremy. Jeremy, what a weekend. Oh, man, just fantastic Masters, so many great games, like unexpected twists and turns and just all over the place crazy. I don't think anybody could have predicted what went down this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Trident Realms wins the U.S. Masters. It's, it's a Keith Conroy moment, right? Or in this case, uh, a Luke Frazier moment. Yeah, just, just, um, hold on. Yeah, just insa- insanity, right? Uh, Cinderella story coming out of nowhere. Played really great. Probably uh, had the matchups that he needed. And we always talk about that in Masters, right? To win Masters, you need, you need the matchups, you need the dice, you need everything to go your way and play perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it sounds like everything worked out. So give me give me give me your sense. What happened in the last game? I, I didn't watch it. You obviously were on the stream. Really tactile, super close. We're joined by Matt. Yeah. So all right, guys, you guys do the color commentary, and uh, we're just talking about yeah. <laughs> talk. Give us your snapshot of the last game, because uh, to, to give you one person that picked Trial Rumbles to win the U.S. Master, and then number two to pick Luke Frazier, because I mean, even by his own admission, like he. he I don't know, he finished like 60th or 50, you know, in the bottom. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'm still processing it, man. I, uh, I think we all are. That's, just That's the, that's, I think, the reality of it. Um, 
It was a really tight, close game. Both those games. Salt the Earth, right? Yeah, Salt the Earth. Super tight. I think both players, I think all the players in both games elected not to remove any tokens. Um, it made sense. On Is the, that a good thing in this in this game? So in, in the second, uh, for the guys who are playing on the second highest table. Right, so Marcelo and Jeff Radigan? Right. They had to win big and hope. So you could not drop. take so the tokens. Liter- yeah, you literally couldn't remove the tokens um, or else you wouldn't be able to win big enough to, to leap. To catch them. They had a reason, but it was interesting to watch that on the top table where we didn't see that. Uh, I expected like to see a lot more burning or a lot more jumping around, but maybe they just wanted. They both had a lot of fast, nimbly units, so maybe they both wanted to just keep the options open that they can dive back on something later. Um, but yeah, no, that I mean that game was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Well, there was a moment where I looked at it and it looked like, man, I'm like Nathan's got this, and then I look again and no, yeah, doesn't have it. So I mean, it must have been a very. I mean, I didn't get to watch the blow by blow yet, but it must have been a very close game. Yeah, no, it was, it came down to the wire. I mean, they went to, both games went to a turn seven. And for a second, I thought when it went to turn seven, I thought Nathan was going to clinch it, basically, right at the last minute. Um, But yeah, no, it, it, two great games to finish out the event. Two of probably the, I mean, as you would expect, at the top table. So in the Marcelo game, I'm assuming that was Jeff Radigan? Jeff won by by one. They really, both, it was they cool. basically tabled each other. <laughs> like, Interesting. Yeah, there was one horde of scorchwings, one horde of centaurs, and one horde of forsaken knights that were scoring. That was all that was scoring left. And oh my like, gosh! Everything else was dead. Yeah, everything. So Radigan won by one. He won by literally one point. Because um, he had an extra unit. Right. Because he had one extra <laughs> unit, not <laughs> that dead. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was. It was just they just were like trading punches left and right and. Um, you have them. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, it's, it was funny because Radigan charged a unit of Order of the Redemption in the middle mm-hmm. and snaked it. So he hit it with like critical force, like got it to devastated and snaked it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh no, like those flanks, like it's gonna be really like this is a bad positional snakes thing, um, as they usually are. And then. Right after that, almost just as critically, Marcelo, who had a horde of Forsaken on the side, rolled a one for his headstrong roll to get that flank. Insane. Um, Insane. So you could hear the... the We were in a glass booth there. Um, we've got pictures on Facebook now so people can see that. But basically, uh, they were crowing so loud you could hear them in the booth. Really? <laughs> they were whooping and hollering about how like it, you know how decisive these rolls were. Um it was it was pretty great to watch how animated they were getting. That's fantastic because yeah, most of the players are very reserved. There's a couple right. of flamboyant guys, but most sure. of them are very reserved. Uh, Jeremy, what was your take on it? I mean, you were out watching the stream, doing some color commentary. Yeah, just super super close. Really great games. Um, uh, I think we had a nice variety over the weekend of, of player types, army types. We saw some alpha. Mm-hmm. We saw some shooting. We saw some grind some tight uh, tight battle line play. So I think we saw a nice wide variety of why these players are U.S. Masters from the variety of games. Yeah, uh, We saw a little bit of everything it, o- over the weekend stream. And yeah, the game against Luke, Nate had one charge early that he hung up on some Thule. And, you know, in these type of matchups, they're, you know, players are so good. It could one or two things don't go your way that could decide the game. I gotta feel bad for Nathan though, because this is like this is two years in a row where you're on the top table. Now, 
last well, year may have been a little less rough because he he had to like play aggressively to have a chance because I think Adam had a bigger lead there. But you know this one is like they were they were tied going in right. Yeah, they, were they were tied. Yeah. Realistically, even if they drew. We, yeah, we were discussing like, like what the, happens but, if the yeah. I mean, if you draw like I mean, the, the state of the Marcelo and Radigan like they're so good. I, I had a hard time believing one of them is going to twenty one zero somebody. Yeah. And so let's say they get fifteen. Well, they had like a I don't know a, lead. a nine lead. point lead. I don't know eighty four to seventy six eight point lead. I don't know something. It was like eight that. points. Yeah. Eight points. Yeah. So like yeah, you I had mean, to get the 20 you have to go for the knockout. Yeah. So I don't know crazy. Crazy. Well, we're joined by a couple other gentlemen. We're joined by Blake Robertson, the the best sideburns in Kings of War, and we're joined by Danny. This is your first tournament, right, Danny? First Masters. Dirk. First Masters. What did you think? Oh, we're, boys. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry. We got Jeremy on the line. If you didn't hear. What's up, Jeremy? He's not hey, here because he's up, a brother. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's. We're, we're missing him. What was your first? So, Blake. Yeah, like had a ton everyone of fun. is now all about the uh, pool uh, Q, um the rack dice tray. Uh, dude, that's back. a Felix Castro special. He did it like five years yeah. ago. The, the official well, name of that, the official name of that, is the attack rack, and Chris makes the them. attack rack. Right <laughs> now, you have a yours is a triangular, right? It's, no, it's, it's square. square. Yeah, yeah. So it's better than the. The right, and Chris will make them any size or height you want, and and out of whatever wood you want. Really? Yeah. yeah so and he can do uh, custom engraving on the sides and stuff. So if you want to do it, you'll have to. We'll have to put a link in the show notes. You gotta give me the contact information, bro. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do it now. We got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do. I'll give you a card, and then you can. Awesome. That's a card. That's a card. It's wood, wood engraved card. I like it. So, Danny, what were your expectations going into this weekend? My expectation was to get at least four to six games that of people I've never played and have fun. Have competitive people who probably kick my ass because they've been here multiple times. Yeah, and that happened for my first four, and I came back and did really well for my last two. So you went two and four. Yes, that's pretty good for nice. a first first yeah. finish. Yep, I played one really bad game, and then the rest of it, um, I went two and four. So I, I feel I should have done a three and three, which was what I wanted to do and what I predicted. Um, yeah. I didn't really. You know, optimize my list. This is my last hurrah for Night Stalkers for a while, and then I'm gonna do Forces of the Abyss. So, I kind of brought what I had, and we'll go from there. Because they didn't let you use any of the new stuff in there. Why would we? That's dumb. No, I. I mean, it's too new, right? You you got to ride the horse you that you got here with. You've been riding that horse all year. Finish it off, right? <laughs> what was your so? What was your final record? Two and four. Two and four. Two and four. How many points are you guys separate? I have no idea. So who's the who's the king? Is it still Sean Polka, the king dog in the West? Well, come on. It's Jeremy. You know that. Well, he's not here. It doesn't count. <laughs> we know, we know uh, 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 who, the, who the big dog is. Sean can't ever. Sean loses to me all the time, so we know. Who. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are script tonight. Easy to talk crap in your own house. Or when well, you're it, 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 3,000 miles away. I'm in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but he's going to come up and he's going to come up and help us sharpen our steel by yeah. running us through the ringer. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad you guys had a great time. And I'm glad, Danny, you got a chance. You, you had a, a great time, got to experience the grandeur of Masters. So oh, yeah, I'm I psyched you were able to go. I was playing games already on Friday. So I actually got seven, um, eight games in total. You get to play Eric oh, Trowbridge. Oh, wow. Nice. You get to play some yeah. great heavy hitters. He got not only did he play Eric Trowbridge in, in Kings, but in Backgammon. Which is oh, no, yeah. I didn't play the in Backgammon. But I sat down next to Kyle and Eric 
when you're playing backgammon Friday night, I turned and went, Eric's going to beat you 10 to 0. And he beat um, Kyle 10 to 0. So, Matt, what was the biggest surprise of the entire weekend? I know we should say Trident Realms winning the U.S. Masters is a surprise. Oh, or, they are, uh, they're still counting votes. There's, there's no more. <laughs> when you have two people tied for first and one of them beats the other one, that's, that's it. Okay. Yeah, Trident Realms. You did, come on, you, did you not watch the live stream? I thought you'd be back there on your phone. I mean, they, Matt put in so much effort. So, sorry, I mean, I was playing. Well, I wouldn't call what you were doing playing. You were taking the models. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jesus, Robert. Oh, man. I thought it was bad when you were calling me dad all night last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Matt, what was the biggest takeaway for you from this event? Biggest take is I think if we're going to do this in the future, meaning the live stream, to be yeah. Man, the, the, the problem is that I liked having a best of the rest table, but it was definitely also starting to get on scope creep in terms of, I think... Two you had tables. three tables. Right. You're jumping around. So how yeah, do you... That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's too many. Unless you have dedicated still, teams for each table. Right. That was going to be my thing is like, if, if we want to do three, I think we actually have to expand the cast and make it two separate casts, one of best of the rest and one of... Absolutely. Best. And have them as two different things. You don't want to see the chumps in the best of the rest room, though. Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, there were some great games in best. No, of there was, yeah, and there's some amazing. great players. Yeah. I'm being yeah. facetious, of course. Sure, yeah, sure, I mean, there are sure, people yeah. that just couldn't make the Masters team right. for whatever reason. They didn't go to enough tournaments. But yeah, definitely having that third table. It, it was normally with two. It's this very perfect like balance of bouncing back and forth. Like right. you get to one, they're doing their movements. So you come to look. This is how I believe this is going to work out. Like he's going yeah, to yeah. here. He's preparing for the next turn. And then then you're like, okay. So while they're figuring out, because King's obviously a very tight game, a lot of measurements. So they spend a lot of time doing that. So we could sit there and watch like golf for ten minutes where I don't say anything, or we flip over the other game, do the same thing. Absolutely. And you rinse and repeat. But when we added the third table, the issues that we were starting to see were that we would leave a game, and then if players are playing super fast, like there was one game where we left a table at, on turn two and came back on turn five, basically. Like wow. they had almost finished in the time that we oh made it around, basically. Jeremy, over to you, same question. Yeah. What was the big takeaway? Uh, that or big surprise that occurred over the weekend. Uh, I mean, you're you're I doing mean, it remotely, so you have limited visibility. Well, I think we have a great game. That was one of my takeaways. We we all play in a fantastic game with just like a great group of guys. Uh, on the stream, there was only ever one rules question the entire night. What was what was the rules weekend. question? We want to know. And it was just an arc. It was just uh, am oh, I in? That's just like is this is this a flank or a front? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is exactly. it a flank or is it a front? It was literally, well, it was, it was, is this unit in arc was the question. I so see. It was literally just a, hey, can we get a third party to just double check this for us? That's and awesome. It, like, and it wasn't like, it shows you how clean, you know, yeah. exactly. how clean the game is. Um, um, no rules questions. It was so much fun to hang out with Matt the whole weekend. We had a great time. We had Rashad dropped in for a couple games. Him and Grant did fantastic. They were kind enough to let me tag, you know, tag along with them. So it was a, it was a great cast. Awesome. Danny, over to you. What was your big takeaway for the weekend? I think that it's um, so many great players. I had all great games the whole entire time. I had no bad matchups at all. I, Well, bad sports. I liked everybody I played. It was fun. Awesome. And same question over to Mr. Blake. What was your big takeaway? What's the thing that surprised you this weekend? There was just it was like basically all elves and dwarves. Yeah. Was that all you played? Pretty much, yeah. I played four shooty elf lists. But don't you have night stalkers? They're their kryptonite. Really? That's why they tell me. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's that's 
I mean, isn't stealthy all you need? It's amusing. That's an amusing. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> amusing take. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Amusing you know, take. you get like 90 or 100 shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to knock a few off. But when your army's made of glass, sure, that's what happens. You know. Great weekend. Totally fun. Great seeing everybody. You know. Good All right, we're time. It's time, guys. Uh-oh. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, awesome. Yep. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 